Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? How you doing? What's new? Welcome into the hideout. What are you up to? Uh, just hanging out here in the hideout, Dubs. With you, my best friend in the world. Actually, no, that's not true. What do you mean? Chunks is my best friend. I think he's everybody's best friend. I yelled at him earlier, like, yeah. about maybe about ten minutes before showtime, and I felt so guilty about it. Why? I'll tell you in a second. First, let's go through the whole rigmarole, and we'll go from there. Uh, it is the Hideout El Jefe and J-Dubs Real Radio 104.1. Brand new first week in Orlando. Thank you to everyone who has embraced us so far, and uh, all you got to do is just hang out with us. It's a very simple concept. No names, no faces. Feel free to participate. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Start 1041 on your singular wireless phone. And also, we have the uh, AOL Instant Messenger up. A lot of people are afraid to call a radio show nowadays. I don't know if they're afraid that they'll get yelled at or belittled or something. So uh, if you prefer to be anonymous and not even get your voice out there, there's always the AOL Instant Messenger. That is real radio Hideout, and uh, hello to all our friends listening on the internet at realradio.fm. Great show lined up for you tonight, J-Dubs, as um, we have an author coming on. I wrote a book called The Future of Music. And why this is, I think, I'm huge into the iPod thing. I yeah. have an iPod. I listen to it constantly. I love it. To me, it's one of the greatest inventions ever. And it's all about the marketing of music. Don't we? Didn't we have a cat who sent us an email yesterday or even today? He's got a band that's coming in, or they're gonna maybe come hang out in the hideout like a local band or something. Yeah, he has a uh, CD release party uh, this Sunday, and I'll look up the information for that. Okay, so he's uh, he wants to come in, and uh, we're gonna hang out because we're gonna try to get into the local music ste- scene around here. But you hear that basically what he's saying is in this book is that the music industry is booming. I mean, it is uh, it is out there. Music maybe is more popular than it has ever been before, yet the record companies are dying. And the, uh, the author of this book is going to explain it a little bit. But basically what I'm understanding, Dubs, and you can talk to any local musician, they're all on, like, MySpace. They all have their own Internet site where they post their songs and things like that. You and I have a band, and we are uh, we are very soon going to be debuting it as soon as we possibly can, what I believe is the greatest band in the world. And we're going to be giving the music away on the website. And that is now the future of music, at least according to this cat. So if you're into local music at all, you got a band, or even, too, if you're a person with an iPod, you do some of that downloading and stuff. And sometimes if you like to see uh, David take out Goliath, I think you're going to be really fascinated with this. Also tonight, too, Dubs, we have tickets. Speaking of music, a pair of tickets, Clinton... And the Parliament live at the House of Blues on Saturday the 23rd. P-Funk. Yeah, P-Funk. 407-934-BLUE for ticket info. And we have a, uh, a pretty interesting little game that we're going to play with you if you want to get involved with that. That will be coming up as well. Um, 
Some interesting things going on in the news, Dubs. Um, but let's start off with my story real fast about Chunks. Because our phone screener, Chunks, he, uh, he's he been real mouthy lately. Yeah, he's uh, kind of got, I think, annoyed from being around us so much mm-hmm. that he is kind of lashing back at us. He's beginning to talk back to the hosts. And as a radio bottom, you don't do that. As a phone screener, you don't do that. And so I snapped at him. I said, someone needs to be put in their place. Someone is a little bit too comfortable in their skin to talk to the host the way that you've been talking to him. And I yelled at him. And then immediately afterwards, I uh, I felt bad. And you know why? It was like yelling at a retarded kid. You know a retarded kid will get real loud and maybe scream and stuff. And then maybe sometimes you shake the little retarded kid. Or oh, you he, grab him really hard by the arm. Yeah. and then But then you stop and you realize, what are you doing? This poor kid, it, it doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know what's going on. And it's that same kind of situation. I suggest you try throwing coffee on him next time. Okay, that was funny, too. That happened uh, back in the office as uh, Chunks had some coffee he was holding. Yeah. And Tommy hit him in the arm. <laughs> and his shirt got completely dirty with coffee. It's one of his favorite shirts, one of those medium shirts that's too, fi- uh, too tight on him because he has man boobs. So then he And it was a white T-shirt at that. And so now he's walking around the station trying to get real radio T-shirts from uh, the promotions goddess Erica, just looking like an idiot. Now, you two were hanging out together today, Doug. Yeah, actually, I had a whole day with Chunks today, and uh, we went around looking for apartments because I still don't have a solid place to live. You're looking for a place to live right yeah. now. And uh, so we, we looked up a couple places. We came up to the station to get on the Internet and find some that are close to the area. We uh, we were here about three o'clock, and the, Catherine, our PD, came over to us and said, "Hey, there's a uh, there's snack time down in uh, the third uh, the third level." Okay. And so we go down there, and there's uh, the rock stations serving hot dogs and all kinds of stuff for snack time. Everybody's having a great time. I felt completely out of place because from where we come from, they don't do anything like uh, fun or interactive. With the whole staff. Right, 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 right. Everybody's in there talking, having a good time. Me and Chunks are sitting over in the corner not knowing what to do. Kind of a culture shock. Right. We had no idea. We come from such a jaded place where no one wants to talk to each other, where we were the biggest, you know, like the most outgoing guys. Right. And the guys who will talk to everybody. And now we're in some kind of weird situation where... Everybody, it's almost like, you know, bizarre world. We're in the exact opposite situation than what we used to be. Right. So what do we, so what do we do? I mean, are we, are we going to participate in snack time from now on? Well, I guess this happens every Thursday at three. It's snack time. Wow. And it's like it's kindergarten. Yes, hideout general manager Tuttle. See, what they do is they rotate through the departments. One week traffic has it, one week sales has it, and then one week it's going to be the WTKS air staff. So, like, when it comes around to our time, we're going to have to think of something clever for snack time. Oh, my God. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, you should, you should have seen how professionally done it was in there. They had all these little grills out and everything. They're cooking hot dogs. They've got, like, uh, popcorn and these, like, like uh, popcorn bags you'd get at the uh, the movie theater. I mean, it was really done well. It wasn't just like, hey, here's a bunch of food on a table. Have at it. So what do we do then? Because first of all, like you said, we're not used to really socializing with people. Let alone cooking for people. 
Do we have to cook for yes. the entire Clear yes. Channel compound? Yes. yes. All 200 employees? Well, I, I not everybody's going to yeah. show up. But you need to be well prepared. Like, for example, the engineer started it off. They did a whole circus theme where they had clowns juggling. They had what? a co- they had a cotton candy machine. Right, this is too much pressure. It was awesome. This was like a couple of weeks before you came. This is a new thing. I think we've only been doing it for a month. But like the engineers are the ones that like set the bar really high. They did a circus theme. They had, the the clown was making balloon animals and stuff down there. It was it was great. So now we basically we got to become Martha Stewart. We got to learn how to throw a party. Well, I was thinking about this because I know sometime uh, the hideout's going to have to put one of these together. I was thinking each person has a food that uh, identifies them. Like uh, chunks will have chunky chicken soup or something that represent chunks. That works. Chicken breast. Yeah, <laughs> huge chicken breast. Big, yeah, something big, yeah, definitely. And, Coffee. Uh, Pork. For uh, for El Jefe, I was thinking maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, some kind of Mexican food. Tamales. Tacos or tamales. tamales tacos. Or All right, we could do that. No doubt. For me, I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe just maybe just Wonder Bread. We'll just get, have a big loaf of Wonder Bread. You know what I suggest for you? Crackers. Crackers? That can go right in the soup. That's perfect. Look at us. We're having a party. Tuttle, what are you bringing as the uh, hideout throws uh, our little day, our party time? I'm thinking maybe a pineapple upside-down cake with a light cinnamon glaze on top of oh, it. Oh, so something gay. <laughs> That's your thing. <laughs> That's okay. Whatever. We're all inclusive here in the hideout. It works all right. I had the moms make it. Man, dude. I'm All right, now I'm a little weirded out. Now, So party time is fun, and I miss party time. Yeah, I, I had no idea it was snack time. It's but good we to have were... entertainment, too, though. I, did you get to meet any of the people around here in the building? I could have, but I was so I was just so in shock that I was in the corner, didn't say anything. I kind of just kind of backed out of the room with my hot dog and ran out of here. Let me ask you this: quality of the uh, the chicks around here is it superior? Oh yeah, it's definitely superior. They definitely were from where we came from. Are you kidding me? <laughs> where, where we came from, the hottest chick looked like Roy Orbison, and that's no lie. So now here we're all of a sudden, we're in heaven. We didn't want to go to snack time up there. Now here, we can't wait. All right, so man, we're just going to have to plan on being up here because we got promotions meetings at uh, Thursday. And we'll just hang out. We'll do a little snack time. It's no problem. I'm excited about this. Hey, speaking of snacks, uh, we have uh, chunks over there. We have strippers who are coming in tonight. They want to welcome us to Orlando and Central Florida. Of course, it's a beautiful way to get welcome to the nighttime show. So he says he wants... He wants a lap dance. Yeah, he wants a little uh, a little friction. What we have decided to do is have him earn it. So around 9.30, Chunks will be earning his lap dance. And you, again, just to reset everything for the rest of the uh, Orlando listening audience for you, Chunks, you haven't been with a sober woman in three and a half years. Yeah. I, why do you keep... <laughs> I've had sex in two and a half, though. That counts. I, I um... Oh, you know what? Yeah. Now that I think about it... I don't even know why we started calling you Radio Bottom. What? This was a perfect name, and I can't believe we didn't think of it before. Uh, Supreme One says, why didn't we just call you Sloth? Because that perfectly describes what you are. You're a sloth. And then he's and then he's he's disappointed because he spilled the coffee in his shirt earlier, and the promotions, yeah. the promotions goddess Erica was walking around, and he had to take his shirt off, and I guess she walked by, and he goes, oh, great. There go my chances. And it's like... He's screaming it. You douche, you've never had a chance. Did you like how I called her in there as well, too? That was a great thing. She walked by. I was like, Erica! And she was like, yes. I was like, 
our intern Chunks, he he spilled coffee on his T-shirt and he needs an XL. He was walking around with one of the green T-shirts for St. Patrick's Day, and he looked like that Bob Blob from Ghostbusters. Well, it was the Green Mile walking around here, just huge. Baby Huey. Like big shamrocks on his chest. You're a douche. That's what Erica called. I'm sorry. When we were walking into the prize closet to get a T-shirt, she, she said, why don't you just tell the douche to walk around in the green T-shirt? Oh, come on. She did call you a douche, though. Shut the hell up. You're lying. Why don't we call you Radio Bottom when you should be Radio Douche? All right, here's what we have to give away, J-Dubs. We have, a, uh, in, in addition to the uh, Parliament P-Funk tickets, we also have a 7-Eleven gift pack, 7-Eleven travel mug coupons for Slurpees, the big uh, big gulp fountain drinks, go-go taquitos, which we love, and uh, 7-Eleven made fresh gourmet sandwiches or a wrap, and a $10 gift card. Man, because we've been living at 7-Eleven. Yeah, we, uh, that's our main place to eat. That's highfalutin. About this time yesterday, what we did, we were speeding up the process of getting to know each other here in the hideout because, again, we're all buddies and we're trying to learn each other as much as we can. And I know that as you listen to the show, you're going to become acclimated as to who does what, who's who has what role. Yesterday, I believe it was Lisa asked a great question about our childhood and our upbringing, and so she ended up winning the prize pack. Uh, feel free to call right now. We'll do this one more time. Best question ends up winning the 7-Eleven prize pack. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Any question that you would ask someone as you were trying to get to know them. Yeah. And two, I mean, if some of you have been listening for the you know each uh, the past three days, maybe you're here something. Maybe you're thinking, man, I'm missing something. Yeah. I really want to know this about the hideout. So again, 407 407- 916-1041-888-978-1041. We were calling him number 37. His name used to be intern Alex Carolla Radio Bottom. Now he has a new name. That new name is Chunks. This is how he earned it last night in the hideout. What he is doing is he is drawing pieces of paper out of a hat. They have two things written on it. They have face and chunks and then junk and animal on the two separate pieces of paper. He gets five draws. Whichever one he pulls out three of, that will be his new name. Chunks, 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 chunks. I spent years trying to get over that name. and Everyone looking at me and just laughing at me and asking people for dates and then saying, you're chunks, no way. <laughs> chunks, chunks, chunks. What does it say? It says chunks. Go ahead and slap yourself. In the face? Yes. <laughs> All right, time for you to hit the ball. Aren't you glad you made the move to Orlando? Take a break. The hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Tether off, we're gonna tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. Tether off, we're gonna tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. Tether off, we're gonna tether Welcome back into the hideout. Al Hefe and J Dubs with you. Real Radio 104.1. Participate if you like. Coming up, tickets to go see P Funk at the House of Blues. That will be probably about 40 minutes or so. Right at 8 o'clock, we'll be giving you a chance to do that. 407 916 1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Right now, it's the hideout getting to know you exercise, uh, getting to know us, uh, essentially, so that we can all become buddies just a little bit faster, speeding up this whole thing. And the uh, winner of the questions that I have lined up right now on my phone screening software is going to be Justin. Justin, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. What's your question, man? Hey, Happy, 
welcome to town. Thank you, brother. Uh, I wanted to know if your radio career either never began or ended tomorrow, what would you guys be doing? All right, that's a good one. I, uh, I appreciate that. Hold on. You got the 7-Eleven uh, gift pack. Includes a whole bunch of stuff, including a, uh, a gift card. J-Dubs, I will start with you because okay. you have told me numerous times you have no other aspirations other than radio. Well, no other aspirations in the uh, entertainment medium really what else would you want to do i don't know i think i'd uh, i would rather do a regular job outside of this like what like i don't know just just a regular nine to five type job you think you would be a marketing person maybe a lawyer nah not a lawyer or anything maybe maybe something like marketing or advertising or something like that but yeah or maybe i would just uh, get out of the creative type thing altogether and uh work in an office somewhere pushing buttons I couldn't see you doing that. You'd be absolutely miserable if you were in an office situation. You would be the guy, you'd be like that guy on The Office, the, t- the television show, mm-hmm. who keeps bugging his uh, his cube mate and putting all his stuff in jello. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I would uh, app with people quite a bit. I, uh, Tommy, what do you? What would you do if you were on the radio? What are you going to end up doing? That'd be easy. It'd obviously be male modeling. No, you wouldn't. You're 5'5". Five five. I've never heard of a male model being 5'5". Five 6'2", five. easily. No, you're not. I was the WJFK spokesmodel at uh You went station. to one appearance as a promotions assistant. And I was some... the featured entertainer that night. And somehow you turned it into you being a, uh, a male model. Why did I have my own commercial then? You didn't. You created it yourself. Tuttle, what Lies. about you? If it isn't radio, what it has to be for you? I'm definitely doing construction. I, you know, I, I, I've done a, done a lot of it. I'm getting really good at it. It's something I did to pick up as a part-time job here. And, and I love working with heavy machinery. Now, you actually told me you're walking up on beams. You're like four mm-hmm. or five stories high, like creating buildings and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Iron work and uh, welding and cutting and stuff like that. And the scary thing about it is, is we had a guy fall last week. What? Yeah, we had a guy fall two stories. And just to show you how tough these guys are, the guy tried to get up. He had five broken ribs, both arms were broken, and he had a huge contusion in his forehead. Now, do you guys, whenever you're walking up and you're doing construction, do you have harnesses or anything? Yes, we do. Okay. Well, then what happened? Why did he still fall? Well, there's sometimes you can't always be hooked up. Like, like there are wires and stuff like that, and on a windy day, like last week we had 55-mile-an-hour winds blowing. Well, then, obviously, then I think you're not up on the beams, are you? Yeah, we are. That's insane, Dubs. Could you do something like construction? Construction, I would say no. You never know, though. Maybe you would be like Peter in office space, and that's where you're happy, in the great outdoors, doing your thing. I don't like to sweat, though. See, I really hate to sweat. See, I can tell by your inactivity, because I'm sitting there in my apartment this afternoon, and Dubs and Chunks are playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Nintendo, and they look like a couple of retards with their big uh, bobbleheads, and and they like give each other high fives, because they beat... We, we killed Shredder. You beat the Technodome, or whatever it was. The Technodome. Wow. Whoa, I'm sorry. And this son of a bitch, Chunks, acted like he had done something great. Chunks, when we fire you in two weeks, what are you going to do in radio, or uh, without radio? Prostitution. No, you won't. You can't get laid now. Lactation videos. Ooh, that's a good one. Lactation videos. I think you could do that. You know, there's a market for that. Plus size model. Plus size model is a good one for Chunk. I know a good uh, male modeling agent. I'll put you in touch. Hmm. Even for plus size. Hmm. Yeah, he yep. handles all kind of people. Um, Dubs. I think if I were not in this medium, a professional baseball player. I've, I've said it before. 
I gave up I gave up baseball to do radio. And I'm convinced that if I didn't do that, I'd be in the pros. How, what team? Why would you ever think that? Why would why would you give up baseball to do radio? Because, that makes no sense. That's... Because I knew that it was going to be a long, drawn-out process. I'd probably just now be getting to the pros after spending all that time in the minor leagues. And, and it, it would be worth it by now. And where are you at? I'm in, You're doing a show with me. I'm in a place where I want to be, and that's real radio. I'd rather be nowhere else. Maybe watch the Maverick game, but that's it. That's the only thing I'd rather be doing right now. Absolutely. So good good question. I like that. I feel like we uh, maybe did something. We got to know each other a little bit. Yes, uh, Tuttle. See, the difference that I, I have a hard time dealing with, when we get off the air here, we don't have anything that we created. It's like once you do a show, it's gone. You got to move on to the next one. On a regular job, when you do something like construction or something like that, you have something you can look at that that you can savior after you get done with, and and and, it, and it's just weird. That's why we abuse uh, chunks because every time we leave a scar, we can look at that and look at it fondly. We like to admire our work. Never thought of it that way. I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes I put some of the funnier stuff we've done in my iPod. Do you really? Mm-hmm. I like no. to listen to it occasionally. Really? I do that all the time. And, I, and I'll and i share, like, sometimes I'll go home and see family and stuff, and instead of burning them CDs, I'll just be like, yeah, throw on the iPod. You can listen to it there. It's fine. And everybody's laughing and giggling, having a great old time. And they're wondering, who's the really gay guy with the odd-sounding voice? I'm not cool. gay. All right? I was going to say J-dubs, but okay, whatever. Thank, be- thanks for jumping in front of that bullet chunks. <laughs> Tard. We also like to leave uh, people with coffee stains yeah. on their shirts. So that would particularly be you. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Speaking of iPods, Dubs, I don't know if you know this, there's a revolution going on. There's a revolution happening right now. We are finding major companies crumbling to their knees, and it's all because of a simple thing called the Internet, and it's the music industry. We'll hear a little bit more about that, give away the P-Funk tickets, and uh, Trunks will earn... A uh, lap dance, all tonight in the hideout, on Real Radio 104.1. The weather brought to you by Reed Nissan. Tonight's low, getting cool, going down to 56. Be a great night to watch a movie with your chick, but I don't have one, so I'm not watching a movie either, or a picnic. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies, highs of 74. Stay tuned for more of the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. You got two seconds left. Shut it! You're listening to The Hideout with LFA and J-Dubs on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. They have their own little weather show over there, don't they? It's a whole thing going on over there between the two of them. They're running a gimmick. I like it. The the Bateman and Chunks weather show. I would have my own show. Brought to you by Light. Then you read the promos then. Fine. (laughs) Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Half fan dubs with you. And dubs, I am a a big fan of music. In fact, right now I'm looking. uh, We got a couple of emails. You and I did. Uh, El Jefe, E-L-J-E-F-E at WTKS.com and J-Dubs. Uh, J-D-U-B-S at WTKS.com from Billy, who's in a band called Playground Heroes. I think he's going to come in tomorrow, hang out. He's got a uh, a CD release show and DVD that's happening uh, at the Orlando Social. And we're trying to get into the whole local music scene and do as much as we can to get out there 
and pimp um, music because everybody has a dream, and you want to be able to follow that dream as much as possible. And it's very hard to get help in the radio uh, industry anymore, so if, we, we're happy to help any kind of local band that needs it. I'm not going to lie to you. It's virtually impossible. Yeah. It is such a, I almost want to say racket. There's such a racket going on between record companies and uh, program directors. It's very similar, very similar to what goes on between lobbyists and lawmakers. Yeah, it's very it's very political. Where you think you have a vote in society and that you have some sort of control, or you think your requests really matter, uh, they don't. Because when it really comes down to it, it's all been predetermined that as it is. So now bands are really starting to take back their music. And that's partly, I believe, what this is all about. This book, The Future of Music, The Manifesto for the Digital Music Revolution. And joining us in their hideout right now to talk more about is the author of that book, David Kusek. David, welcome to the hideout. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Am I am I on track with that as far as you got so many guys out there right now, who guys and gals in a band trying to get their stuff out there and it's impossible nowadays with radio isn't it well it's impossible with radio but you know the internet and new ways of promoting more street marketing more guerrilla marketing are, are working for a lot of people who want to get their music out there i'm looking at this guy who uh playgroundheroes.com then he's on myspace then they got a whole nother thing where they're they're essentially everywhere and you were talking about the music industry is fine but the record companies are in trouble aren't they well, you know, fewer people are buying records, we think mostly because they're too expensive. A lot of people are downloading music, but, you know, there are legal ways to download music that are going to be really good for everybody. So what's going to happen then with the future of music? Where are we at this point? Because I've got an iPod. I've got friends who maybe will download a song like The Killers. I don't know if I want the whole thing. Maybe they'll kick it over to me via email and stuff like that. Is that the way it's all going to go now? Because you have bands who, who don't want their stuff out there for free, and I can understand that. But is this where we're headed? Well, we think eventually you're going to get music like you get your cable TV or your telephone. You're just going to pay a monthly fee. And there's going to be all the music that you want in any order and, you know, any band you want to listen to available to you as long as you're paying that, that fee. Maybe it might even be on your cell phone. I know for that's the next big thing, too, right now, Dubs, where, where cell phone downloads and stuff like that, yeah. they're, they're making an insane amount of money off of that. Is that true, David? Oh, man, it's really big in uh, Asia and Europe, and it's coming here. It'll be here this year. I mean... As your phone gets kind of like an iPod, think of uh, an iPod that's always connected to the network, and you can get any song you want. It's like the best of radio and sort of pay-per-view rolled together. So what's, uh, we're talking to David Kusek, is the author of, of the book The Future of Music, the Manifesto for the Digital Music Revolution. So what's going to happen to these big companies? I mean, what's going to happen uh, to the Sony divisions and, you know, like a Volcano or an Interscope, all these major record labels? Are they, are they pretty much unnecessary now, or do you still need them to get the radio airplay? Uh, you guys still play music on this station? Not no, on this not one. At all. We're a talk station, but okay. Oh man, you know the big companies. I think are going to have a hard time adapting. And the smaller companies, the the new companies, look out for the cell phone people like Nokia. You know they they may become the next record company, almost like Apple's becoming the next record company. And the big thing, too, now, Dubs, also, is you guys, we're, we're video gamers. We love playing the video games. And it's like this whole jockeying of, 
I got to get my song, I got to get my tune on the next Madden or on the next NBA Live because there have been hits that have been created that way. Yeah, there. I, I mean, it's a whole. Uh, there's. They're trying to find new ways to get their music out there, and a lot of times it's not on the radio. It's on something that you're watching or playing, and you kind of it just kind of gets imprinted into your head that way. So, David, you got these college students. They're in trouble. They got the file sharing. They're getting busted. I mean, is is this stuff eventually going to stop by the record companies, or is this their last way of trying to hold on to uh, what they the power that they may hold? Yeah, I think you're probably right. You know, it's it's. Uh a high-visibility story for them to go and sue college students, easy to get the coverage. But I don't think they can really stop people from downloading music. They should just start charging us a little bit of money for it. You know, we'll pay it. I think if you went to directly, like, you know, like a band like in a perfect circle, if you went to Interscope's website and they said, the iTunes thing, you download it, 99 cents, boom, there it is, we're ready to roll. You know, instead of the constant fighting, it's almost there's this thing of afraid to embrace technology. And as people are more and more afraid to embrace it, that's almost the rebels are like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to fight the establishment. I'm going to get my music out there however the hell I can if it's on a MySpace or if it's on my own you know, website by slapping up a sticker somewhere downtown. And that's how it's going to be. So what's next, David? What's going to be the next big thing? Well, I, I think there's going to be a, a software kind of revolution in the way that people find new music. Software and the Internet and your cell phone are going to take over sort of the role that radio played in the past and make it really easy for you to find music that you're going to love. Dubs, I've said this too, man. Radio has the they got to wake up. And somebody from somewhere finally said it where like something like an iPod is more dangerous than satellite music. Because you see people rolling around. It's in the paper today. Apple had its best second quarter ever. And there's, you're fighting for people's attention in so many possible ways that you have to embrace uh, this new way of going. Glenn, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1, talking to uh, David Kusek, the author of the book, The Future of Music. Hey, how you doing tonight? I was just wondering, you know, when this all started and I started using peer-to-peer networks and all that stuff, I was thinking to myself, I said, you know, what really is the difference between when I was in the 70s as a young kid and, you know, taking a cassette tape and putting it into the you know, cassette player and waiting and calling up the radio station and asking them to play my song. And I'd make a copy of it that way. The only thing is now it's gotten a little bit better quality at CD and all this. So, I mean, I and you don't have any douchebag DJ talking over the front of it. Oh, there was nothing worse than a DJ who had... Had to talk over the front of your favorite song and yep. talk right up until the lyrics started, and so you were right. always stuck with that, with that DJ. Oh, and that... then the bad part was, here's Sony and all these other major companies that had the chance to put all these other peer-to-peer networks out of business from the get start. Instead of fighting them in court, all they had to do was come online and say, here's Sony International, we're going to give you any song you want for a dollar a piece, CD quality quick downloads, and no viruses. Who in the hell wouldn't have jumped on that in the beginning? I'm but, th- I think you're right, and I think that's what David is uh, saying in the book, that that's the way it's going to go now. It has to if these people are going to end up surviving. All right, Dave, hey, thanks for joining us in the hideout, man. Hey, thanks very much. Have a good time. All right, thank you, buddy. We appreciate that. He's more of a digital nerdy kind of guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure his book's more energetic. <laughs> yeah, he's tired. When you, I hope he uses more exclamation points when he's typing. When you when you when you're thinking that much, I don't know if you have uh, any room for enthusiasm. It probably doesn't happen. But I'm fascinated. I started googling suicide when he was talking. I couldn't understand. I couldn't think of anything else to do. 
I was, but I'm fascinated with this because I look at this, and I I rarely go buy a CD nowadays, and I want to be able to download from here and from there. And I'm just a really big fan of these guys who will take it into their own hands and do whatever it is that they have to do to to get their music out there, to get that dream alive. You know, because rarely, people rarely rare, hear about new songs on the radio anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally out of the loop. I have no idea who the new hot thing is. One of your big big favorite bands of all times, J-Dubs, was uh, ICP, the Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, and they uh, they did most of their stuff by, you they, know, just going out and from, handing out flyers, handing out demo CDs, all kinds of stuff. From what I understand about the Insane Clown Posse, those guys... They the book that they wrote is almost in a way a great book for getting your band started and mm-hmm. doing that guerrilla marketing thing because Dubs was a juggalo to the point he used to go to downtown Detroit and dig in the dumpster of uh, behind ICP's um, studio yeah their uh, their uh, recording studios and you know they uh, they also it was their warehouse for where all their um, their stuff for their tours was so you'd go in there you'd get um, T-shirts and all kinds of stuff that they just threw away after the tour. Do you have any of that stuff anymore? Um, I might have a little bit of it back in Michigan. You should wear that stuff. You should sport. You should be a juggalo again. You Why? Look, you look like a juggalo. You're missing. You're missing something from your life. And I think it's the clowns. I think you need the clowns back. I'm gonna go over here and retype suicide again. Hold on. <laughs> Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to the Hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. What do you think Tupac's living, Dubs? Is he alive? No, he's he's in the have. Big up. Big up. Let me pour my water out. No, don't. You may ruin the equipment. We just oh, got well. here. Stop ruining things. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Half fan dubs with you. 407 Did you hear about the DJ or talk show host who got fired for questioning whether or not the Pope went to heaven? Yeah, he was on a Christian station, correct? Yeah. Think about how odd that... First of all, think about how odd it would be to do Christian talk radio. That I mean... It's an easy thing to always do, though. You know, you always have a, a few things you can always fall back on. It's like uh, sports talk radio. Yeah, you know what? That's true, because religion's always out there. Worst worst case scenario, you're reading out of a Bible. Yeah, exactly. You're uh, you're uh, trying to figure out what this piece means and going through uh, each and every different scenario. I guess this guy was like a shock jock. He was a Christian shock jock, wondering if the pub goes to heaven. you imagine? I mean, that that seems like such a tame question, you know? Something that you really shouldn't get fired for. But hey, man, you don't mess around with that stuff. I heard they brought out, like, the Wheel of Prophecies and stuff like that. <laughs> they spin it, and, like, it lands on Psalms or something. They get a read out of it. That's where they can do their... That's their big... Uh, that's their sermon for the day. That's their big benchmark game show. I love a game show like that. Crucifixion I love, type stuff. I love a Christian uh, talk game show. You know what's the best? Christian uh, talk show stunts. They get crazy. Yeah. I'm sure if uh, if uh, Chunks over there was on there, we'd uh, we'd be putting uh, the thorns on him and everything. Make him walk on water. Crazy. Yeah, he'd be able to walk on water. 
turn into water to wine? We could bury him and see if he can get out. Put him in a little cave, see if he can roll the stone away. I'm telling you, that's the future. Christian talk radio. That's where it's at. In fact, I've never actually heard of a Christian talk station. This is a stepping stone for us. Real radio, after this, we're going down the dial. 88.7. Positive talk with the hideout. That's our CHR. (laughs) That's what we're doing. Chris, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Chris? Hey, uh, I wanted to go back to uh, peer-to-peer sharing. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think it's great, man. I, I, I've I got over 300 CDs and uh, haven't paid for one of them. You know, they make enough money doing what they're doing. You know, it's not that bad. I don't, think it, I don't think it hurts the artist as much as it does the, the record label. Because the, the artist makes their money touring, touring yeah. selling the merchandise. And, Dubs, uh, you and I as performers even kind of, I mean, there were so many people who would listen to this show illegally on the Internet for a very mm-hmm. long time. And now that it's free on the Internet, we got people listening right now in Jersey, New York, D.C., as yeah, well as throughout Central Florida, <laughs> Colorado. Oh, are you? Beautiful, Chris. Well, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Amy, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's Hi, up? Amy. What's up, Amy? Hi. Um, I, I wanted to uh, welcome you guys to Real Radio. I listen from, like, 7.30 in the morning till. Uh, I get home from work at 5. That's beautiful. Well, you're one of the chronics. We love Yeah, them. and I never listened to the old show, but I heard everybody talking about you guys, so I had to listen in tonight. Oh, that's And great. when I listened in, I heard Tuttle was on there, and I was wondering, is he going to be a permanent fixture? or? Well, I don't know how long Tuttle's going to be around with us. We want Tuttle around as much as we can possibly have him. He is the hideout general manager, so okay. that is, uh, you know, we I know Tuttle will be around, definitely. So. Right, because I love Tuttle, I love and I loved uh, hearing him today, and... And, Tuttle, I still uh, think that you did the best stunt, you know, getting entombed and everything. I oh, thank you very much. What's this, yeah. what, is this, what is this stunt, Tuttle? What was this that happened? Uh, I was actually buried alive in a concrete tomb for, wow. for three days. So they put me in a coffin. They covered it up with, like, it was one of our sponsors. It was a quick crete, like, cement that you just poured in. And it's something one of the sponsors wanted to do. They wanted to bury me in this concrete. Look at you, David Blaine. So I stayed in there for three days and ended up raising almost, like, $4,000 for the mustard seed because people would pay money because there was, like, a little tube that went through the top of the coffin where you could look down at me. Right. And people would pay, like, four or five bucks in, in, in the little jar to look at me in the tomb. Would anybody yell anything at you? Oh, yeah. People would yell at me. People would eat hamburgers and stuff out through. Because th- I didn't have any food. The only thing I had was water and a Gatorade bottle to, you know, relieve myself if I needed to. Was this an- So you only had that one water bottle the whole time? Yes. Wow. Was this an Easter stunt? Was this like a Christian talk show stunt? No, it wasn't a, it, no. It wasn't a Christian stunt, no. Hmm, I was about to say, you're ahead of the time. We're talking about Christian Talk Radio being the future. You've already been there. So, yeah, that that's my crowning achievement. That's cool, man. You teach teach Chunk something. I mean, anything. Alphabet, start there. <laughs> yeah. Teach him to read. And then deodorant, where that goes. Because, again, he's yeah. failed on that. I've almost got him to be able to count where he stomps on the ground like a horse. He, he, he's up to five now, but he starts losing it. Around the prime numbers. Now, let me say this, too, about being here at Real Radio, man. Everybody's been so great. Because a lot of times when you come to a new radio station, Dubs, there's this animosity that yeah. happens. There's like, oh, no, there's the new kid on the block and that kind of stuff. And from the Monsters to Shannon to the Phillips File, 
just simply amazing. Sometimes, like, I'm driving around, I'm listening to the station, driving around this morning, listening to the Monsters, and I was like, what the hell? They're talking nice about us. Yeah, I can't because... believe Russ and, uh, Russ and Daniel just said that. That was very nice. I'm not used to that. We used to take a beating. Actually, we didn't. It was all in fun. Yeah, we were all having fun, but, you know, we were the new kids, so we were the, you know, whipping boys for a while. But now, man, there's a little bit of respect going on around here. Who gave you the hardest time? Where? Up there? Yeah. In D.C.? It was, I think it was like a little brother hazing thing, but it, it had to be Ron and Fez, yeah, I think. Yeah, but they loved us. You know, you, they, uh, they were, you know protective of us but they would you know make fun of us and do that thing too. it was it was the exact big brother little brother situation yeah. with ron and fez where it was all right we're gonna pick on you but we're not gonna allow anyone else to pick on you you know kind of like we do with chunks although if you want to call and yell at them that's yeah. fine even if it's off and air. if any other show wants to pick on chunks go ahead by the way i got it we got to talk to russ and everybody and drunky even brought it up too at the promotions meeting about getting chunks into the uh the big the big battle Coming up at the Monsters, uh, eight yeah, the hardcore match. I love that. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what goes on there too. I've heard so many great things. We're gonna be on the air that night mm-hmm. here. I'd love to be able to be out there somehow. I don't know if we could, but that would be simply amazing. Especially if Chunks is out there fighting. Do you think that? Do you think that's the way we could get him killed? Do you think there's any way that Drunky the Bear could end up ending his see, life? Now he has to be very, very careful because. They take it very seriously. Drunky the Bear, Whopper, the Evil Doctor, and Nerdcock. They love to put hurt on anybody, mm-hmm. and they're gonna they're gonna destroy this kid if he comes in and takes it lightly. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hope yeah I'm hoping he takes it lightly so he can get a, a good ass whooping. I need a uh, broken ribs. You know who gave us a hard time up there? Who? That douche Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, he did. That son of a bitch. <laughs> Hate him. I could say that now, and not get in trouble. We would say it there, but we'd get in trouble. Yeah. Got to be protective of Bill. Bill sensitive. F you, Bill. I'm a Rush guy now. I'm a, I'm a Shannon guy. I'm a Shannon Burke guy. That's what I am. Let's take a break. Come back. SBK what? It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Coming up, P-Funk tickets as uh, George Clinton and the Parliament are going to be live at the House of Blues on Saturday the 23rd. I wonder if I can score tickets for that, man. I've never seen P-Funk live. I'm not going to talk any trash about P-Funk at all, but the funny thing about P-Funk is they go out on stage. It takes George Clinton a good 45 minutes to get out there with them. Of course. He's George Clinton. He can do whatever he wants. To me, he's my pope. He's a, he is a genius. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, you, so you've never got to see him at all? I'm going to have to dial this number, dude. 407-934-BLUE for ticket info. Maybe pro, uh, promotions goddess Erica could hook a brother up. But if not... You'll love the show. Of course I will. I love P-Funk. I never had the opportunity to see it live. It can be at the House of Blues. We'll do that in a second. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, we were talking about the Pope going to heaven. We were just talking about that shock jock, the Christian shock jock who got fired because he questioned whether or not the Pope can go to heaven. CB, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, I just heard a little bit about that uh, Christian shock jock that got fired. I don't understand why he would get fired. 
I don't. I don't know. I guess because he just questioned whether or not. I mean, pup- did he throw the question out, or was he actually, you know, just going? I don't think so. You know, he might not have. My understanding is he was just he was just wondering if the pope got in. Are there certain rules for the pope? Because although I was brought up Catholic and I would go to a Catholic church, I, I'm no longer practicing, if you will. So I don't know too much about what the, whether the pope can or can't get in. What do you know, CB? Do you know anything I'm about sure it? I'm sure he gets well, in. The Council of Trent, when they had it back in well, a few couple hundred years ago, uh, they came up with a sin of presumption, which means that you cannot know you're going to heaven. And if you say you know, you violate that sin of presumption. You could be excommunicated from the Catholic Church. I, I no, but if anybody's going to get into heaven, shouldn't it be the Pope? That's one of the. That's got to be one of the benefits of being a Pope is you get a free pass. Why should you get a free pass though? He's the Pope. He's I mean, dedicated if you, if you're, his life. Yeah, if you're a good Pope. There's no bad Pope. Yeah. He's the Pope. The Pope is already supposed to be great. That's why he's the Pope. He's supposed to be one of the closest people to God. He's, he's supposed to be the closest thing as a, to a prophet, isn't he? Yeah. Look, I, I, I'm not trying to be stupid or anything. I mean, I'm, I'm just truly ignorant on this subject. Mike, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, what's up, fellas? I'm glad y'all made it down here to um, sunny Florida. Dude, I'm, I'm Happy not kid- to be here. I'm not kidding you. I walk around this place, and I'm like, wow, this is great. Yeah, it's like a heat wave for y'all now, huh? Yeah, right. definitely. It is. <laughs> what's going on, bro? Uh, nothing. I'm just listening to all this Pope chat going on. And, uh, <laughs> pope I'm talk. A, uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm like a dysfunctional Christian, right? Oh, who isn't, to be honest with well, you? Who isn't? Well, you know, um, but I've, I've uh, been several different religions, and um, to tell you the truth, man, you know, I don't think any of us, like, they say they didn't know if he was going to make it into heaven or not, right? Right. It all depends on what's inside you, dude. It's not what you do. And if, you you're, if you're uh, now, you know, now, as a dude. Uh, you know, this John Paul guy, he was a pretty good character. He tried to do the right thing. But when he started trying to cover up for all these molestering uh, you know, priests over here. Actually, you know, that's that a good dude, point. Covering up, that is not cool, man. Oh, all right. So you I know. see what you're saying. So maybe because of the uh, what the, happened. Yeah, moving the all the uh, priests around, maybe God frowns on that. I would think so. I Somebody got us the, uh, the Christian shock jock? And I don't even know what this guy's name is. I'll just call you uh, Christian Shock Jock. You're in the hideout. We're ready. What's your What's your on-air name? Uh, yes. How are you today, F-A-N-J Dubs? What's going on, brother? This is Bubba the Love Christ. <laughs> what? Yes. Bubba the Love Christ? Yes. I am actually Bubba the Love Christ. And Now, what exactly went on? How did you get uh, fired? Well, we were doing this one bit called dial a All right. No, you, I, I don't know if this is the... the you were and, doing dial a Yes, we were doing dial a And I, I told an off-comment joke, like, how come Jesus Christ uh, no, can't you, eat M&M's? Oh, I don't even... You know, I don't even want another punchline. I don't want another punchline. I and, do. And because they fall through his hands. <laughs> ah, that's, that's Christian shock jock humor. Uh, yes, and we also do this bit where we do... Lord of the Crucifixes, and we have the nuns pit the crucifixes in naughty no, places. No, no, no. Right, you know what? I'm dumping out of you, Bubba, the, the love Christ. And the Bubba the love Christ, just, he got dumped out of and he got hung up on. Well, there's a reason. That, that stuff couldn't even go on on this station, let alone a Christian station. How's he doing Christian talk radio if he's doing something like that? I heard next week he was going to go have sex in a church.
No, don't do that. That's bad news. Only if you work for Infinity. <laughs> that is bad news. You go do something like that. Man. All right. Good job producing back there. Tuttle the Way hideout. To find him. Tuttle the hideout general manager teaching uh, the boys some things about getting the the getting high the, the high level of Gus. Could you imagine being fired over a bit something like that? Yeah, actually, I could. Uh, maybe even later on today. I can hope. Yeah, I have a PS2 game waiting for me. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't opened up yet. You know, if I get fired, if I ever get fired, I want it to happen at like 7.30, you know, so I can go home and watch some primetime TV. Could you imagine being a Christian talk show host and coming home to your family and telling them you got fired? Who gets fired from Christian talk radio? Other than Bubba the Love Christ. That's a great radio name, man. That guy had it together. But you could tell something was wrong. George, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Well, hello, J-Dubs and crew. How's it going? It's J-Dubs show. That's it's right. George over here in Brevard County. All right. Well, let's see. At uh, 46 years of age, I for the first 22, I was a diehard raised Catholic. The baby baptism, the uh, first communion, the confirmation. And then at the age of 22, I became a born again Christian, and all because I saw the hypocrisy of it. And I'm gonna—I'll be glad to go on the record and say I know the Pope didn't go to heaven; he's in hell. Why well, now, George? You were saying that. I'm not saying that. I have no idea who is <laughs> where. Not af- I'm not afraid to say it. Well, you could say that, but <laughs> I'm not saying that. Now, why? Why did he go to hell? If he did, I think he's in heaven. No. Hey, anybody, if they have a good Bible of their own and reads the book of Hebrew, will know that the man said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You don't need a vicar on earth and whatever who exalts himself, because he said those who exalt are going to be last, and those who are at the bottom, they will be the first. So you, it's all all in your heart. It's all in your heart. The only way you're going to be judged is what's in your heart, and if you surrender to the man or if you don't. All right. Not a sermon, just a thought. Thank you very much, George. Appreciate hey, it, You're bud. quite welcome. You're quite welcome. All right, bye-bye. 407-916-1041. 888 That's true. If that's a thing, the bottom is going to heaven, chunks you are in. No matter what you do with that bottom of yours. In bathrooms. Stalls. Holes. Glory. All right, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna. I was gonna add on, but why? We already had the dump out of uh, one Christian talk show host. Probably the love Christ. That was great. He joined us in the hideout, man. Vote Karen for Pope 2005. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I, I could see him with the big hat on. Couldn't you? I mean, that'd be the longest head in the world, though. Could you imagine? With that hat and that long face, that'd be insane. He looked like alien. Just a big alien with that hat he'd and that chin. Like, he'd look like Mac tonight. You know, that big moon? I love it. I do love it. Patrick, you're in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? What up, man? Chilling. Hey, I want to talk about the Pope a little bit. You know, all these people ragging on him because of, you know, what's happened with the, the children being molested and all that stuff coming out recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just wanted to throw into the argument the fact that this guy was, like, older than dirt when all this shit was going on. All right, you can't say that. If we're going to participate, 
pretend like you're actually on a real radio station and a signal and learn how to use uh, words that don't have to be dumped Or at least just initials. Yeah. Ah, the good old day of initials. Well, Dubs, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll shift gears a little bit. And let's give out these uh, these P-Funk tickets. Definitely. I'm excited about that. 407-916-1041, tr- uh, 888-978-1041, as we have tickets for George Clinton, my Pope, my Savior. Next, Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. This is the Hideout. Del Hefe and Jay Dubs. Real Radio 104.1. Oh, yes. Come on. Nothing but a dog. Nothing but a dog. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Hefe and Dubs on a uh, beautiful Thursday. It is beautiful still, isn't it? It's not raining out there, no, is it? it's uh, nice, dark, and calm. Uh, I love it. Uh, 407-916. Like my perfect woman. 1041 Dead? You know. You say that, Dubs, but you ain't never been with a sister. No, I haven't been with a sister, but I've wanted to. I've been close. Oh, it's great. Have you really? Well, I've watched porn. I've watched black porn. That doesn't count as oh, being yeah. close. Actually, it's blackface porn. You were dirty. <laughs> you were just disturbing. That's, that's pretty close. Did you really see some blackface porn? Oh, yeah, it was, it you, was plantation porn. You grew That's true. I remember this. You grew up, Dubs grew up in Fowlerville, Michigan, just back, back woods of Michigan, and you guys had plantation porn. Well, the thing is, we uh, we broke into someone's garage, and we knew he had a bunch of porn there. So we stole this whole box of porn, and we the first one we popped in was Blackface. Uh, uh, it was on a plantation. So disgusting. What's wrong with people? It didn't stop me. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, you know what? You're like this animal in New York. Did you hear about this guy? He gets busted. For punching the clown or taking care of himself in public, all right? What do you consider public? What? What? Where, oh, I know where he was. He was at a. He was at the women's lingerie section at a Lord and Taylor in a mall. The Lord and Taylor doesn't they, isn't that more for fat chicks? No, that's Lane Bryant. Oh, okay. Lord and Taylor's just like a regular old like um you know department store. Oh, okay. So he's in the women's lingerie section taking care of himself. Just. What kind of filthy animal does that? You can't I mean, control yourself. Was he just right in the middle of the department or in the uh, in one of the dressing rooms? Because in the dressing room, I don't think that's a problem. No. I think you're allowed to do that. If you, It's like in a bathroom stall. If you need to take care of something, that's where you go. You go to where there's four walls. I'll tell you this. Looking at this right now, he was at... The lingerie section. Just out in the open. That's mm-hmm. what we're taking from that. Maybe he just likes mannequins a lot. Maybe he Who just doesn't? likes lace. He doesn't need what's in the lace. I mean, I've, I think I've beaten that before. I think I can top that. Oh, what? <laughs> what? Where were you? I've uh, I've done numerous times uh, in my own car, like uh, driving. Well, I, I had like a two hour, I had a two hour commute to uh, school when I went to broadcasting school, mm-hmm. and I would always be stuck in like uh, rush hour traffic. So a couple times I just wouldn't did my business right there. In tra- in morning rush hour traffic. Morning rush hour traffic, and the funny thing is, I you know you don't want to make a mess when you're driving because you, there's no way of cleaning up, especially in uh, in rush hour. So I had this uh, this 
uh, sneeze guard for the microphones, and they're only ten cents a, pe- a piece at the store at the uh, store at the school. So I bought one of these like uh, every couple weeks, and it popped over perfectly, and that was a perfect thing. So I didn't go all over the place. You're a pig. No, I'm good. You're just an animal. All right, here's mine. We'll see if mine's worse. <laughs> I, for a radio station gig, had to go out. Um, no, it wasn't a radio station gig. What was it? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. I was out. Uh, I can't remember if it was or not. Any, whatever the case, I, I may have been just on my own time. I can't remember what it was, but it was. I went to like this nudist thing. It was like this nudist colony or oh, something no. or other. I, I remember listening to this story on the radio, and I called up and yelled at you for making me almost throw up. So everyone be warned by this. So, but there was this really hot chick who, like, wanted it. Yeah, and at the, the nudist colony, because I've been to the same nudist colony, um, there's not a whole lot of good-looking chicks. There's, like, probably two or three out of these probably 500 people. And this really, really, really hot chick wanted it in the worst way. And I wanted to give it to her so bad, but I was married at the time. And so, she wasn't a dude. What? Hmm? <laughs> so I decided instead of uh, break my vows, I'm going to go into the porta potty. And I went into the porta potty and handled my business. See, that that's four walls. I think that's completely fine. That's like your own bedroom. But the stink of a porta potty, I couldn't get Did, anything going in there. Were you barefoot? No. No, I had clothes on. Don't lie. Shut up. I had clothes on. Although everybody wanted to see me nude. I'm sure, because you're such a specimen. I am. I'm a physical specimen. We were in a promotions meeting today. (laughs) You beat me to it. (laughs) And uh, El Jefe was in there trying to tell him what he enjoys, and he's like, you know, I really uh, love to work out a lot. I do. You can tell by the body. I did not say I could, you could tell you by the, the body. I'm a big workout guy. Yeah, I'm a big workout guy. I, I do. I work out. If you look at all of us, we're pretty athletic, so I'm a pretty big workout guy. I did not say a pretty big workout guy. You did say a pretty big workout guy. Oh, I'm a... Numerous times. I like to work out. You guys shut up. You're just jealous. The big workout guy's getting mad. <laughs> Watch out. He's going to hulk up. You're just jealous because I, uh, I can bench more than you guys. Because I could run a mile. What does that even matter? I'm I can run a mile. No, you can't. I can, too. Hey, I, we should race sometime. You shut it. We raced at our own station, and I still think you cheated. I. How could I cheat? We had spotters out there. How did you run a mile in, like, 530? Um, I, I almost threw up a few times, but I kept going because I didn't want to hear you bragging that you beat me. That was the motivation. Whatever. I'm not going to race you anymore. Basically, what we learned is you're a cheater. Tommy Bateman's a cheater. So, Dubs, getting back to this guy... Who uh, took care of himself in the yeah. lingerie section? So he gets sentenced on short, short circuit TV, closed circuit TV. Yeah, you know it's one of these things where he doesn't actually go, have to go to the judge. Yeah, they just actually I, I've uh, seen this before. I uh, I was in taking care of a uh, very delinquent parking ticket, and I had to sit back and watch all these people do it over TV. So here's what he does: he gets pissed that he gets sentenced to six months at the county detention center for taking care of himself at a department store lingerie uh, section. He walks away. Then he comes back to where the camera is and exposes himself and begins to punch the clown again (laughs) there on the camera. Well, I got to commend his consistency, you know? 
Let's take a... You know what we ought to do? Let's take a break. We'll come back. I want to know where the dirtiest place is you've done. No, you don't. For you? I No, you don't. I'm going to find out next with you. And if you... Uh, I'll just say this. Two of you don't want to know. Oh, God. All right, now I'm re- All right, now I'm disturbed. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Alright, I'm really creeped out now. We'll find out about Bateman next, and we'll find out about you, and maybe you can win some tickets. We'll do it like that. If you want to, uh, if you want to win, craziest story, craziest place ends up being a winner tonight. For tickets for P-Funk. In the hideout. Uh, quick break, it's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. As much as this guy, as much as he's a, a filthy, just dirt ball, we're probably going to find out that most of us are. Yeah. Most of us are. Most of us will take care of our needs wherever need be. Yeah, exactly. As it's uh, the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, half and dubs with you. And we're talking about this guy in New York who got busted for taking care of himself at a lingerie shop. Yeah. In, uh, in a department store. He gets busted, goes to uh, get sentenced at uh, the closed-circuit television uh, with the judge and gets sentenced to six months in detention. So then he gets pissed, and as they walk away, he comes back to the camera and exposes himself one more time and begins to take care of himself again. I wonder if that will uh, uh, increase his sentence. I would think so. It's got to be illegal yeah. somehow. To expose yourself to a judge. It's closed-circuit TV, though. It's not like you did it on network. If it was on network, I'd say yes. But now, uh, since it was just to uh, a certain judge on another TV, you can't really do anything about it. Oh, that's fine. I mean, you're showing it. I I know people are showing it all the time on webcams and stuff. Same thing. No, it's not. Same thing. It's not even close. So we're taking your calls. Uh, Mine was in 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 a porta potty my dirtiest place. Dubs used to do it on his commute to school. And uh, multiple times. And uh, 407-916-1041, is uh, your, the best one, the creepiest one. That's the, that's the way we'll put it. The creepiest one ends up winning tickets to go see P-Funk at the House of Blues. Tommy, what's yours? You said you had a really disturbing one. Are you sure you want to know? Yes. You really want to know? Come on. It was... Uh... With a SpongeBob pillow on a sleigh bed. Get the hell out of here! All right, that's my sleigh bed. Are you kidding bed. me? And, and Get the hell out of here! That's my pillow. He had a that's nice smile afterwards. Sponge- joking, right? Oh. Right, that's joking, right? Now uh, the thing about Chunks is he sleeps with a SpongeBob pillow every night, and El Jefe he sleeps on a sleigh bed every night, and we've been we slept all in the same house last night, so it looks like a combination of two people got. Uh, <laughs> A little taste of Tommy Bateman. Literally. Oh, no! What's wrong with you? I hope you don't sleep with your mouth open. Shut up. I hate you. Chunks, what about you? You dirty. Uh, <laughs> this was kind of embarrassing. I was at the beach once as a really, really young kid, and this really hot girl in, like, a bikini went by. And I mean, you know, when you're a kid, you see those things, it's great. So I went way, way, way out into the ocean <laughs> where I thought nobody was looking. <laughs> what? I swear to God, I just took care of it right. I couldn't help it. I mean, it was, I, I couldn't help, it was overpowering me. You're a beast. I swear to God. In the ocean? She had a green bikini on. It was spectacular. You had to see her, man. I mean, it was, 
Unbelievable. The tan. Uh, you, yeah, he saw her man. Which you, is would, what did it. you would be winning tickets. You would be winning tickets because that's really. Dude, nobody's seeing you. Nobody can see that. Yeah, but it's, you know those are washing up. What about the animals? At least the, the water's already salty. Uh, what about the sea life? All right, who wants to go see P-Funk? Top that. Doug, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, man. How are you guys doing? I, I've, I've missed you in the D.C. area. Oh, it's I appreciate it. Doug, Doug the photographer. What's up? Doing? What's going on, Doug? Oh, uh, if- nothing. How are you guys adjusting? I, you know, it's the, the whole town cried when you guys left, I must say. I'm, I appreciate I, I, I miss, that. I miss your beautiful mugs. All right. <laughs> what, is um, a, what about you, creepiest place? Well, actually, I, totally, right like, I, ca- I, ca- I caught the tail end of it. When you said doing it, I assumed you meant with somebody else. No, I'm talking about with yourself, so, like this, uh, like this guy. Well, what about you? Where you did it, though? Just uh, well, I mean, you know, as for as for what you're talking about, I think probably while driving. But I mean, you know, I was just pretty wound up. But but as for I was doing it with somebody else. I actually almost got suspended from school because uh, I I was with my girlfriend at the time years ago um, and went to my school's darkroom, and she was pretty 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 vocal and. Uh, my uh, my RA caught us, and uh, I had to go down and explain myself to. Uh, Which was odd because he was 28 at the time. <laughs> he shouldn't have yeah. been in that school. <laughs> yes, it was. He had already so, graduated. He graduated in '91, and they're like, "What are you doing here? Why are you here? Why are you here? Yeah, Why are you banging a sophomore?" <laughs> yeah, I know. I was I was too old, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I had to explain myself to the female RD, the female, the uh, pretty much like four members of the female staff to. Uh, Explained to actually beg like they blamed it on me of like you know it was like my fault but uh thanks Doug we appreciate yeah. it buddy right, good luck boys thank you man Raider Nation you're in the hideout on Road Radio hey, what up man what's, what's up? going on all right people say driving but I was kind of driving I was on my ride on lawnmower I was about four feet away from the street on your lawn on your lawnmower yeah man all right lawnmower goes in the head of that all right that top the lawnmower. Lawnmower is insane. How do you do that when you're riding a lawnmower, J Dubs? I don't know. I, I mean, you are completely wide open when you're riding a lawnmower, and the vibration seems like it. Well, I guess it's kind of like a little tickling. You know, it might feel good. Creepiest place goes to see P Funk at the House of Blues. K, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, how y'all guys doing? What's How's going, going on, K? Oh, well, my creepiest place was in Central Park in New York City. Alright, well, talk, give me a little uh, background on this. What's going on there? Well, it was a dare by my ex-boyfriend, so I did it. But what was really creepy was that when I finished, there were two bums looking at me. Alright, you know what? Normally in the park isn't so bad, but when you got bums looking at you... Yeah. Did you did you show them a little? I showed them everything, but not at all. Wow, alright, you know what, Kay? I mean, I was spread eagle on a tree branch, so they got to see it all. Alright, Kay, you're in the lead. Hold on. Kay Central Park in front of bums. That's even weirder than my porta potty. Yeah, I mean that's completely odd, and, and for her to be so comfortable with a couple bums watching her, I mean, with a girl it seems even more odd that they would do it even in a bed, you know? Uh huh. But at Central Park, yeah, Kay's got to be a freak. Why don't you let four bums watch you in a radio studio? <laughs> That'd be nice. Scott, you're in the hideout. Hey, how's it going? What's up, I man? got a story for y'all. How about uh? While hunting in Alabama, sitting in a tree stand, thinking about my buddy's wife. 
<laughs> All right, Dubs, I'm going to have to go to you as a tiebreaker. Who would you put in the lead so far? In a tree stand in Alabama thinking about your buddy's wife or Central Park? It's with... disturbing enough being in Alabama. All right, Alabama puts you over the top. Scott, you're in the lead. You're in the lead for P-Funk right now. 407-916-1041. I don't know, but Central Park with bums looking at you. I like anything with a bum. It's up to you. i got to let one of them go. Scott or Kay? Who's in the lead? Kay. Oh. Sorry, Scott. Scott, Dub screwed you, man. You got hosed. No, he didn't. He would have. If you were here. If you want to play along. Larry, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, how you guys doing today? What's up, brother? Hey, uh, I don't think I'll be in the lead or nothing, but I thought it was just a little strange that uh, I'm I'm also a Michigan guy. Grew up near Clarkston, Michigan. Nice. And uh, I also... Had it a couple times uh, in the in the commute from work. All right, what is it about you, Michigan boys, not being able to control yourself in your car? Well, yeah. there, there's pretty long drives there because uh, everything's pretty spread out, so you got to do it sometime. It's the Motor City. Just because it's the Motor City doesn't mean you have to take care of yourself where your motor is in your car. It doesn't work <laughs> that way. Well, it depends on what you're thinking about too. It's Motown. That, all right, it is Motown, and you are with yourself, Larry. You ever heard of Fowlerville, Michigan? Oh, yeah. I got I got family who grew up in Fowlerville. That's where I'm from. That's where Dubs is from. He's yeah, a, I heard that a little bit ago. Dubs, the greatest and, uh, thing to come out of Fowlerville. That's uh, that's what uh, motivated me to call. I didn't think it was going to be a leader or anything, but it just seemed a little strange. Well, thank you for uh, sharing it. Yeah, thank you for sharing, buddy. <laughs> no problem. You guys have a good night. You right, too, man. bro. You too. I love a Michigan person. <laughs> Everyone except for you, Dubs. I heard a story that was very similar to, to the one you first brought up. Um, there was a store back in my hometown. Well, that's odd to say that. And uh, this guy, I, I knew a couple people that worked at this shop, and there was like a lot of sexy women. You know, back in the early 90s, there was all those like hot women in thongs, posters. And uh, they were like, this guy's acting real weird back there. He's just like hanging around by the T-shirts. and And then like... They went back to, like, close everything up, and then they, like, found evidence of what he was doing back there. And you know what it is, though? It's such a human thing to to take care of yourself, but this is kind of what sets us apart from the animals. We're supposed to be able to say, hey, I'm willing to do this in my bedroom. Worst case scenario, if I'm going to get a little kinky, I'm going to do it in the shower. But, I mean, animals, you see monkeys, they're sitting there on a tree. I envy them when they're doing that. Not caring, you know? Uh, ladies first in the hideout. We'll go to Lisa. Lisa, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, you guys. How are you doing? What's, What's up, up, baby? Great. Um, I want to tell you my story. I was at work, and I did it at my desk. I, you know, I actually saw something like this on News Filter, and it was the hottest thing in the world. A girl didn't know anyone was around. It was a video camera. And she's just taking care of herself, going to town, and it's one of the sexiest things I've ever seen. Now, Lisa, it's a great story. However, it's not better than Kay, who was in Central Park in and front of bombs. Really? What if your boss walked in? Because <laughs> that's what happened. Did he know what you were doing? Yeah. And what happened? Did you have sex with him? Uh, no. Uh, eventually, did you? Uh, no. Um, you... But he was all like, uh, if you want to do it again, I can watch. And I was like, no, that's okay. <laughs> Did he give you a raise? Because I'd, I'd, I'd have thrown down an extra $2 an hour for you. He's, all, he's like, extra nice to me now. That's Of course he is. He's trying to get a little a, a little more of a show. Why don't you give him a little taste? No. Uh, I, thank, thank you, Lisa. 
Man, that was fun. I love I love when a chick tells us where she is. Because you know what? That's reassuring as a guy. It's reassuring as a guy to know that you're not, we're not the only ones who are creepy. So far, it's been mostly chicks telling us. Yeah. Craziest place they've taken care of themselves. You notice when you talk to most chicks, they're like, oh, I never, ever do that. It just, it does nothing for me. You know, and girls will say this too, and I believe it. A girl will say, well, I don't have to do that. That's what guys are for. I don't need to do that. And they're right. That's true. I mean, but even when you have a girlfriend or a wife who does that stuff for you, you still need to do it yourself if you're a guy. There's no not one guy who says, hey, I don't need to anymore. Pete, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, I was hunting in central Alabama with bums watching. All right, <laughs> you can't combine stories. That's not going to work for you. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More of The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. The Hideout, the hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Dubs. Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio. 'Cause she won't touch you, you'll touch you. Yep. In really weird places, as we're finding out. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Half and Dubs with you. Giving away tickets to the creepiest place where you've taken care of yourself. Rewarding debauchery in the Hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's all because this animal uh, in New York did it in a lingerie section of a uh, shopping center or a shopping like a like a mall place department store mm-hmm. and then he got in trouble um, was in front of a judge so a closed circuit TV when he got sentenced to six months he left came back and did it again right there on the closed circuit TV nice now that actually hero that takes some cojones to do something like that I mean but if you're already going away for six months Literally. Yeah, figure why not get into the paper over it. Right now in the lead, yeah, why not why not go above and beyond? Yeah, I mean you, the, alone this story probably wouldn't have made it. You know, but it's the second time. It's being the champion, going the extra mile. And we like winners. We like people who don't half ass stuff. That's not half assing. No, that's completely going balls out. So to speak. Mm-hmm. Kay is in the lead right now because she was in Central Park doing it for an ex-boyfriend, and then there were bums watching. So she actually had an audience. If you can top it, you're going to uh, see P-Funk at the House of Blues. Let's go to another chick. Ladies first in the hideout whenever you dial 47. A lot of chicks. And that's the most beautiful thing ever. Sam, you're on Real Radio. Good evening, fellas. Um, the chapel at uh, my Methodist university. All right, I can't I can't even condone that. As, as... I'm Methodist, though, and uh, that turns me on. What is this? Is she uh, is she the sidekick to the Christian shock jock host, doing that kind of stuff? That gets people in trouble. Yeah, you know. Well, well you didn't send her out to do it though. We're fine. I hope. <laughs> and what is it? You're in church. What in church makes you think of that? Don't even answer. No, I, seriously. I even... it, it, when you see a re like a, a good looking chick and she's in her Sunday uh, dress. There's nothing hotter. You know what you do though? You go home. No, I, I'm yeah. I'm not saying go ahead and do it in the church, but I'm just saying that's one of the hottest times when you see a chick in that dress. It is one of the hottest things to see. 
Marco, you're in the hideout, Real Radio. Porn. Yeah, I, I got one that might be all right. I used to work on a fishing boat in Alaska, and we come into port, and there's, like, nothing but yeah. three buildings and, like, 200 guys and a phone booth. And I go to the phone booth every time we came in and call my girlfriend, and she'd, like, you know, kind of tell me a bedtime story, and I'd run a batch in the phone booth. We're all like the mangy, nasty fishermen waiting outside, and I'm all like stinking like fish scales and stuff. And it reminded you of her, and it was just sweet. Yeah, it was a low point, but yeah, it kind of reminded me of her. <laughs> it was dirty. It was like you were uh, at the back of a seafood dumpster or something. Phone booth in Alaska, J-Dubs, what do you think? Nah, I, I mean, you, you, at least he had some someone helping him out. You right, know? That's just, not that creepy. We're just going to go through a couple more of these. And uh, see how uh, dirty you guys are. I, w- I don't want the first person who calls to win, but when it's a girl in Central Park, you gotta you gotta you gotta come strong with your story. It's gotta be good. Let's move over here to George. George, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Uh, yeah. How you guys doing? What's up, bro? Oh, uh, not much, man. I was uh, I was uh, picking up my grandmother from uh, from L.A., taking her back uh, cross country to Florida, and uh, we uh, well. We stopped in Wilcox, Arizona, getting gas, and well, I just had the itching, and uh, there was uh, the bathrooms were just all clogged up. I had Grandma in the back with a little bit of drool on her mouth. I had to wake her up to fill up the huh? gas tank. I can see and, why you needed to do it. Uh, no, it not. <laughs> I had my girl in my mind, and uh, the did, you, did you steal a pair of her underwear and run off? Uh, <laughs> just a tad. Oh. And, so uh, the only spot that I found anything was behind the dumpster. All right. You know what, Dubs? The complete story, behind the dumpster on a road trip with his grandma. Does that top Central Park? Do you think your grandma knew? Uh, well, no, she was a little incoherent. But, uh, you know, just having to wake her up, I could have easily just let her sleep while I pumped gas. But uh, I had uh you had to pump something pumping. else. Yeah. yeah, you're busy pumping. I'm putting him in the lead, J-Dub. All right. George is in the lead. George, hold on. George the animal. When you're on a road trip with grams, it, and that's the thing, I, rewarding the depravity in this, where it's, I can't control myself. I have to find some place. Now, he wasn't part of your four walls rule. George wasn't. No. He was, uh, he was out in the open and grandma being around. All right, let's run through the rest of these calls very fast, and we'll see if we can get a winner. Will, you're in the hideout. Real Radio, make it quick, brother. Okay, what's up, guys? How about uh, in uh, Long Island Railroad in New York? Long Island Railroad in New York? Yeah, taking the train back from uh, Madison Square Garden all the way to Long Island. <laughs> Having to relieve myself in the bathroom of Long Island Railroad train while there's about 50, 60 passengers per car waiting to use the bathroom. All right, you know... Uh, no one knew. Everybody thought maybe he was just taking a growler. Yeah, because you, know? you could have easily. Yeah, you could have easily just, uh, you know, tooted, and then everybody just thought, you know. Did you say tooted? I I don't know how <laughs> how hardcore we can go. I don't know if I can say ripped a fart. You said tooted. I said tooted. Tooted, like, Rudy. Like you're talking to your two year old baby. I am. Who tooted? Tooted. That's a great I'm, I'm, word. I'm making sure uh, Chunks back there can understand everything I'm saying. From now on, we don't say fart on this show. From now on, it's toot. We're bringing it back. Old school, baby. King Snake, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? What's, what's up? up? All right, so check this out. I'm on an airplane, and I uh, decided to go, you know, pound on out real quick. 
go in the bathroom and, you know, do my business. And I'm kind of like an artist, so I like to just, you know, I guess uh, paint the mirror. You know what I'm saying? All right, you're just dirty. <laughs> you're just dirty. Wait, keep going. I need tips for tonight. No! You can't stay what? with me any longer. Then. Why? It's over for you. Your bed enjoyed it. You stop that. My bet had no say. Mm-mm-mm. Mike, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, brother? Hey, hey guys, how you doing? I got the topper for you. Okay, a while ago, my at the, at the time it was my fiance. She was this women's rights, women's live, be sensitive to your woman type thing, right? Right. But she was really giving me a hard time. <laughs> so <laughs> over in Tampa at the convention center, they had a women's rights uh, convention. I show up, okay, to prove that I am sensitive and I'm in touch with nature. I show up at the uh, at the convention center with a Farrah Fawcett poster and a cheetah pet, okay? The only reason I did not go to jail is because when they were taking the video, <laughs> they didn't get my face. They, did, they, did, they didn't get a face shot. It cost me $5,000 to get out of this thing. So you, you did it there at the convention? <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, her girlfriends, you know, she's my wife now, but at the time her girlfriends were telling me how insensitive I am <laughs> and how I am you not are. in touch with nature and the whole smash, right? Just yourself. What? I just show, hey man, I rubbed one out right there when, when they're sitting around singing the kumbaya, we are, you know, we are women, hear me roar. Alright, hold on, Mike. And this, hold on a second, this woman married you? Did she marry you? <laughs> she, she, yeah. <laughs> that just goes. And, and, you know, I had to get my point across, you know, it just, I've listened to three months of this, this, this heart, this, driving it in my skull on how insensitive I was. And the Chia Pet was the point that I was in touch with nature. The Farrah Fawcett poster was to reflect <laughs> I practice safe sex. <laughs> it's all right. I, I, you know what? There's a lot of thought that went into this. I think, yeah, head of the line. I say he's the winner. I say we're done. What do you think? I'm down with that. Mike? Congratulations, you're a winner for being yeah. the dirtiest creep listening to the hideout oh, man, tonight. It was, it was bad. It's the true story. <laughs> All right, hold bad on, part. brother. There it is. Mike at a women's rights convention <laughs> with props. He takes props to uh, punch the clown and to prove his point at a women's lib convention. Congratulations to you, Mike. You're going to see George Clinton in the Parliament Live at the House of Blues on Saturday the 23rd, 407-934-BLUE. For more ticket information, uh, I love to get to know our listeners. Yeah, I mean, anybody who can put that much thought and execution and do it right, you know, he deserves to at least go see P Funk. That's great. I got to get tickets to that. That's a great show. I, I just hear it's just amazing. I'm show. just, I'm just afraid of what he'll do at the show. You know, nothing. He's gonna behave himself. Behave yourself at the House of Blues. I got to get over and see that venue too. We're so new to town, Dubs. We've only yeah. seen a couple of things. We got to get out there. I know the uh, the one thing we went to go see is Universal, and man, we had a great time out of Universal. Yeah, and I already have people calling uh, me from home saying, "Hey, I want to come out and visit." And I think that's definitely one place that we'll head out to. We'll go to Universal, uh, go down ride the Mummy and all those kinds of rides. Yeah. That was a really good time. We had a lot of fun out there. Jennifer over there hooked us up fat last Sunday. We went to go see uh, everything and. We we saw the studios and so we took like the uh, we did the twister thing. The mummy ride is insanely good, and because I wasn't even expecting it to do what it does, it's yeah. just great. And the Jaws thing was just outstanding. And then we got to ride the Hulk ride. And man, usually I get so twisted and scared on rides like that, but I feel like a grown up now. Do you? Because uh, you you didn't look like a grown up when you were in line. 
You were getting really nervous. You were pacing back and forth. Well, I'm 27 years old now, and I look around, and if I see children getting on these rides, it really seems a little silly for me to be getting my panties in a wad over getting on a ride like this. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've never really understood why people get truly scared and cannot go on the rides. They're supposed to be thrilling. They're supposed to get your heart racing. But being that scared where you don't know if you can handle it, I've never understood that because there are children who should be, you know, are, are afraid of toads. And they're getting on this ride, having no problem. But you, you big puss, you are uh, pacing I back and forth. I wrote it fine. You wrote it fine and once we got up there. Yeah. I wanted to wait to get on the front. They, you, had, you had no part in that. You wanted to get on the back as far back as you can. I'd rather look at the back of someone's head as we're spinning around going in circles on the Hulk ride. I can't see. I can't be in the front. Front's too hardcore. And it, actually, most rides, it's even like more hardcore in the back because it's whipping you around. Usually the front and the back are the best places on a roller coaster. So anyway, thanks again to Jennifer out at Universe, which is really hooked us and brought us up. And... um I will uh, spend every Sunday at Universal. I'm just willing to say that. I don't have anything to do. I'm willing to go out there as much as you'd like to send me out there. Yeah. I'll do that. Every weekend. Let's take a break. We'll come back. The strippers are going to be here at some point tonight as uh, Chunks will be earning his first lap dance in Orlando. We have a very good way for him to earn that. And more prizes to be given away as well. All of this as you hang out with the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. hell are you doing during weather uh sitting there talking about what your plans are for the night <laughs> we're not interested it's the hideout real radio 104.1 half a and dubs what are you doing chunks well it's gonna be partly cloudy that's the day you stay in no man. you stay in. partly cloudy is when you stay in yeah that's too much sun for me and i don't want to hear about you sitting around playing madden drinking beer thinking about how pathetic you are uh, You're supposed to be doing a weather update. I'm trying to get some sympathy. Not the not the chunks update about this is how bad my life is. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. We don't, exactly. and that's exactly what I'm telling you. We don't want to hear what your plans. They do not sponsor what is chunks doing uh, because tonight because of the weather. Mm-hmm. That would just be dead air. It's not a hey, what's going to happen weather wise? It's not. It's not chunks weather repercussions. It's just chunks doing the weather. If so, uh, Thurston and everywhere else would be saying, okay, here's... Uh, that was Panera. Oh, Panera. Who, all of our wonderful sponsors here at Real Radio would say, here are the repercussions of the weather on Chunks' life. Mm-hmm. And that's what they would be doing. You know what? All right, you know what? This is beautiful. Joining us now, one of our famous DC friends from the CBS affiliate up in Washington, D.C., listening on realradio.fm. The one of the greatest weathermen ever, Topper Shot. Topper Shot, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, it's good to be back, guys. How you doing? Outstanding. Did you hear this animals weather update? I did, and and, and here's the deal. What does Chunks do when it rains? Yeah, Chunks. If Hang himself. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> Are you kidding? It it's ra- raining tonight, so I think I'm gonna put my gun in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's night. I finally slip my wrists and get it over with. I wish. We're, we're you guys uh, are a little bit colder than we are right now. Uh, down here in uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty close. Yeah. In Central Florida? Are you kidding me? Yeah, you know where I was this this evening? Where'd you where? go? The Nats home opener, man. Oh, that is big news nationwide. Huge. Baseball is back in D.C. Huge. What is uh, what was it like out there? 
I'll tell you what it was like. I was really hungry, and I went in, and I, I, I asked the Secret Service guy, I said, you're not going to lock down the stadium, are you? Ah, no. I said, well, I'm going to run in and get a sausage. Man, you go right ahead and do that. So I go in and get the sausage. I try to leave. It's locked down. Oh, because the president's throwing out the first w pitch. He was throwing out, throwing out the first pitch, yep. Did he do it already? Did he already throw out the first pitch? He did, and I don't know if he if he bounced it there or got it there on the fly. I, I guarantee you he threw a strike. He used to own the Texas Rangers. He's a big, uh, he's just a big sports guy. Yeah, I, he should have, he should have made, he should have nailed that. I have, I have no doubt that he probably ended up throwing a strike uh, over there. How can we get this, because here's the thing, Topper Shot, Weatherman, CBS affiliate up in D.C., and um, how do we get this animal? chunks to uh to do be a little more professional well he's got to be a little more conversational and you know maybe you give a range i don't know low 56 high of 74 i don't know that's a little it's a little cold little little antiseptic you know yeah maybe you spice it up to low in the upper 50s but high tomorrow in the mid 70s yeah there you go a little inflection in your yeah. voice all right here you go uh let's do we have the weather bed anywhere can we give him some sort of uh music let's try it again chunks we want to help you because there's no way you're scoring with women so maybe you can be a you could grow up to be a good weather man like top or shot <laughs> all right all right let's try it one more time do we have it we ready over there tommy bateman weather brought to you by someone panera panera Okay, tonight, low. It's going to be a little chilly. 56. Start over. But tomorrow will be warmer with highs of 74 degrees. <laughs> nice. And what? Par- partly cloudy skies are for the positive people. We'd already be into the Mostly sunny skies. <laughs> you know, that's not working. I don't. Yeah, that's wow. awful, isn't it? Wow. Right, let me give it another he shot. He went to uh, school to be a broadcaster for six years. And yes, he still hasn't graduated. Well he still hasn't graduated yet. He, mm-hmm. he probably won't. Well, Topper, we appreciate you checking in with us. And so, DC uh, baseball is back. Um, any big news? Hey, what do you know about the hurricane? I guess we should ask our our weather buddies down here. But what's the well, hurricane season looking like? Uh, you know, here's the deal. The only guy you really have to listen to on hurricane season in terms of the long range is Doctor Gray. Dr. Gray. Yeah, Colorado State. And uh, he's not put out his prediction. I'll I'll throw this out. And he's very, very good, by the way. I mean, in the last five years, he's pre- predicted how many storms we've had and been within, like, one or two every year. Wow. Um, there's not much of an El Nino, which means it'll probably be not as active as last year, but probably, you know, fairly active, which, which means, you know, maybe eight named storms and maybe three or four hurricanes. Okay. What you have to realize, that said... <laughs> Uh, Hurricane Andrew, okay, that was the only hurricane that year. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, man. No, it only takes one. You ain't playing. Golly. Uh, but generally, when you have a strong El Nino, you don't have very many hurricanes, but we have, we have very little El Nino to a weak El Nino, so we'll probably have an average year in the, in the Atlantic Basin, which is like, you know, eight named storms. All righty. So, well, you know, you guys got to, we'll, we'll keep you posted. I appreciate it. There is Topper Shuff from the CBS affiliate in D.C. He was actually out at the baseball game as uh, baseball came back to D.C. up there, and so that's uh, that's always fun. Topper, thanks for joining us and helping out this uh, this monkey over here as he's trying to become a weatherman. <laughs> I, I, but... monkey. You guys are great. Best of luck. Thank you, man. But there really is no helping him. No, are you kidding I mean, me? Even the best in Topper, he can't do it. All our friends. I love all our Topper friends. Topper and uh, Bottomer over there. It, it's like day and night. Of course it is. That's the way it goes, back and forth. I love the Internet, man. It really is an amazing. Does everybody able to keep in touch on uh, the real radio.fm? Yeah, I'm, I'm really liking having our uh, friends being able to still listen to us and uh, contribute 
when needed. But I also love making new friends. Yeah, definitely. I want to be able to get out. You know what? In fact, I met Cindy, who uh, works here in promotions, and she's going to be out with uh, the Sexy Savannah tomorrow at Cairo from 11 to 1 for the uh, Bra and Panty contest, I believe it is. So we're going to head out there tomorrow. At least I'm going to head out to Cairo. Yeah, I'll definitely be there as well. I'm going to be down there, too. <laughs> who is that? Chunks. Yeah. Are you really going? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think, I think you got work you got to do. Yeah. And how are you going to get there? Because Dubs and I are the I'll only walk. ones with cars right now. You're going to walk to Cairo yes. from the station. Yes. I don't blame you. He's going to yeah. walk to Egypt. I don't blame <laughs> Yeah, would you please? I'd love for you to start walking now. Shouldn't you be cleaning off your pillow tomorrow night? <laughs> you should be doing a lot keep of stuff. Keep it up, wise ass. Just keep it up. We're the only, we're the only show where the staff fights with each other. They're bickering. You know, speaking of fighting... We're all sitting around, and uh, yesterday we have a Nintendo in my apartment that we're playing. Yeah, the original Nintendo. And it's always fun, because remember how much you hated the the original Nintendo when the Super Nintendo came out? Yeah. And then there was the, the 64. Every time a new one came out, the, the last one was S. But now, we're old school. We're going back to the original Nintendo, playing you guys beat Turtle Ninja Turtles today. Yeah, we uh, beat Shredder. They didn't do it. All in one try. They both died. And we had they... to continue, but yeah, you have three continues. It's part of the game. Doesn't count. But it's so funny playing video games with your friends because it sucks. I'm willing to say this now. I would rather play a video game against the computer. No I way. would rather take on the CPU than play any of my friends. And no you know way. why? Why? Because it gets so competitive and people start running up the score. And it's just not fun. I'll tell you this one time. Madden. Madden came out, the uh, the new one, uh, the uh, for PlayStation 2, whenever yeah. it had come out, like maybe last year or the year before. Yeah, right around August. And I hadn't played Madden yet. So I go over to Dubs' house, and he's like, hey, let's play. I'm like, all right, I've played it on the PS1. I ain't played it on PS2 yet. You know, just take it easy on me. This son of a bitch starts running up the score. We're playing the five-minute quarters where it's going fast. He's trying to score 100. I wasn't trying. I, You know, I could have ran it up way higher. You, you just couldn't stop anything I was doing. And well, then why would you continue? And then he's up like, I don't know, 83 to 7. And it's fourth and two. And I'm like, come on, dude, just punt the ball. Will you at least let me practice on offense? No, no way. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. And that's when I knew he was going after 100 points. And it was at that point that I said, you know what? I'm no longer going to play to try to learn the game. I'm going to start downing the ball. And so that the time runs out so that you don't get your 100 points on Madden versus me. I hate playing you, dude. In fact, I even said it then. I'm never playing you again when it comes to a versus game, especially a sports game. We played the other games since then. Well, we played baseball stars, and I crushed you 13-1. to one. And That's fine. That's you, that's your game. And did you hear me crying? Saying, yes. You no. did start bitching, and I had to bring up the Madden example to you. I wasn't bitching. It was, uh, it was Chunks over there that was bitching. No way! It wasn't me. You always bitch. We uh we also have uh the uh the Nintendo 64 over your place, and we were playing uh the the Golden Eye, and he gets so upset when he loses. That's different. Why is that different? Because every time it kills me, it puts me right next to you, and you just keep shooting me till I'm dead. <laughs> I gotta put you down, and you love it every time. You love it. Stop love yelling. It. Will you stop yelling? It's not fair. That's a sore spot. That's different. SpongeBob has a sore spot. And you know what else, too, Dubs? You get really mad and very vindictive when I beat you. 
you're so super competitive. Like, you get pissed when I beat you at something. In fact, there was this one time we were having, we used to do a, a radio hideout uh, fantasy football league. Mm-hmm. And one time we were doing the draft, and everybody was drafting their players and stuff like that. And we were all over at Dubs' place. He was hosting the draft party. And one of the people who was in the league plays Dubs and starts beating him at Madden. But he didn't and, beat me in the end. And Dubs gets livid to the point where he tells everybody, hey, shut up. We're trying to play here. Get out of my way. Well, you guys are standing right in front of the TV. you got to move when someone's playing. You can't stand in front of the TV. That's one thing. Patrick, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Patrick? Hello? Yeah, what's up, brother? Hey, guys, what's up? Yeah, man. Hey, welcome to town. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Hey, I heard you talking about the Maddens, right? Well, um, on PS2, I got the Maddens all the way 2001 to 2005. Mm-hmm. And when I got to the 2005, I started out in the rookie level, right? And then you could, like, pretty much take any team and just, like, crush somebody. Yeah, even, at, at even rookie the level. Computer. Mm-hmm. Now, you advance it up into the pro, and even Ricky Williams can't even get a – 100 yards a game. Well, I mean, I, I went undefeated and won the Super Bowl on all Madden levels. So. Oh, look at you, superstar. I am. Well, you want I'm a trophy? A great, I'm a great computer athlete. Well, go up to the all Madden That's level. what I do. That's what Dubs does, and he's proud of himself. I am. I'm very proud of myself. And then you're taking on me, a novice, and then you're just crushing. No, I wasn't novice. That was all Madden mode, too. No, I was a novice oh, okay. at the game. And by the way, did you see that uh, EA has inked a deal with the uh, NCAA in college football? For the next six years, I guess they're going to be the exclusive maker. They just did that with the NFL as well. So they're uh, monopolizing every little bit of the sports video games. And I tell you this, I'm down with that. Yeah, definitely, because EA is the only real uh, sports video game maker. I love an EA game, man, be it Madden, be it live. I love the NCAA. In fact, the new one, the uh, 2006... Well, I have it. I bought it, and I haven't broken into it yet. I, I'm probably going to do that this weekend. Finally, I've been trying to focus on the show this week, this weekend. Nothing but video games and booze. Yeah, I've never gotten into the other ones, but EA, definitely the best. What chunks? Don't you think, though, um, that if EA owns all the rights, that they won't have to try as hard to make like a quality product? No, no way. Because you, know you know what it is, and I'll tell you why it's different. EA, those guys take pride. I know we even talked to somebody. He's he's from here in Orlando, isn't he? Yeah, uh, uh, Phil Frazier, the uh, one of the creators. We need him to be our new best friend. In fact, I, uh, the, that uh, EA place is just right up the street. Yeah, I want a tour. Oh man, could you imagine? I'd be like going. I'm gonna that up. I'd be like going into a porn shop, but it's like better. What's better? Porn and video games. You know what's missing? Chicken wings. Oh, I don't know. Have you ever tried to uh, eat right before or after you watch porn? Constantly. It doesn't work. Oh, yeah, it does. What do you eat, hot dogs? No. No? Nice mayonnaise sandwich. It's disgusting. It's hot. Take a break. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Epic. You're in the jungle. Clones. <laughs> I love Rome. I forgot he's on here. Oh, is he? He's a, one of the sister stations, 740. Nice. I'm always listening to Shannon, though. Yeah. Thank God, too many options. Mm. 
I may have to just do it during the commercial breaks, during Shannon's commercial breaks, flip it over to see what Rome's doing. I really like him. He's got a good show. Um, and he's here in the building, so we're uh, helping out the company. Half A and Dubs, Real Radio 104.1. Uh, if you want to participate with us, it's very easy to do, so just pick up the phone. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Also, uh, getting out a uh, getting a whole bunch of emails and stuff too. El Jefe at wtks.com, J Dubs at wtks.com. We were talking about EA Sports, and they've uh, they've got the NCAA like rights to the uh, to the football. And I'm so stoked, man! I that's the thing about video games, man. I've I wouldn't say wasted a lot of time because it's if you need that time, you need that mindless activity time. You know what I mean? But the last football game. I would say I maybe even ruined my PlayStation because I played it nonstop about seven, eight hours a day. There yeah, was a I little mean, while. The thing about video games, uh, they you know they usually run about fifty bucks, but you always get your money's worth out of them. Greatest gets the greatest investment because essentially you're doing throwing down thirty, fifty dollars. Think of the hours, pure hours of enjoyment you get. One of my favorite things, and I think about this too when we're doing the show. I want to be able to do a show. You can sit there, you can play some video games, and you have us on in the background, and that's like the greatest thing. Like that's that's a, that's your idea of a good time is sitting down, popping in the uh, the NCAA football, and hanging out in the hideout with us. I just love it. Jacob, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, first off, guys, I just got to say I'm really into your show. You guys are doing a kick-ass job. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Second of all, um, I got two buddies that actually work at the EA Sports Complex there in Maitland. They're uh, official game testers. Oh, nice. And the way that worked out, we got a number to some guy, and they actually hire civilians every once in yep. a while to come in and uh, test games. Okay, I need a side hustle, and this is perfect. I, that is the greatest job in the world, because then you can probably say, I uh, I need this to do this. And then they can take it into consideration and everything? Yeah, you, you give your little uh, ideas and uh, t- tell them what went wrong when you were playing, and they fix all the glitches. Oh. Yeah, exactly. They call it bug hunting. They sit there and they play the games for hours and hours and hours, and they get to play the newest games and the prototypes and everything before they hit the market. Uh, how did we get that job? Uh, can we get your uh, your buddies fired so that we can step in? Well, actually, what happened was we got a number to some guy, and when they hire just regular people to come in and help. Like Once they get the game developed and they get the bugs worked out, they come in and do a focus group, and you play the game and tell yeah. them what to think. Well, me and my buddy and the, these two guys ended up getting hired. All four of us went in there and played the game, and they just dropped off an application while they were there and got the job. I need you to get in a car accident so that job opens up, because <laughs> I'm telling you, that, pro- that you'll have that job for the rest of your life. That's very cool, Jacob. Thanks for that info, man. Yeah, no problem, guys. Take it easy. All right, brother. I'm going to swing by there. I'll drop off an app. I'll leave Real Radio to go work for EA and play video games. I'm not going to lie to you. What else I got to do? They used to bring us games sometimes. Really? They're, they're right across the street from the I, building. Yeah. I've seen the building when I go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and they used to bring us games like the game that I'm hooked on right now, and it, it, it's going to sound a little redneckish to you guys, is the, the new NASCAR game. The NASCAR Actually, Thunder. the NASCAR games are great. I'll tell you this. I'm not real big into NASCAR or hockey, but I played the hockey game, and it gave me a better appreciation for hockey and maybe that's what I need to do for NASCAR is get into the NASCAR game. You know that we got a big race coming up in a couple of months, and you have not lived it until you've been to a NASCAR race in the South. You've got to go to and one. And you know what? I never have been to a NASCAR race, and everybody says you got to go, and I'm willing to give it a try, man. And maybe that's the way. Maybe I, I get a little tutorial in NASCAR through the video game, and then when I go out that's to the funny. race... 
Really? It's great. A guy that actually used to work here, he actually used to produce the night show before I did. Mm-hmm. And he went to, he left and went to go work at EA. And he does all the voices on the new NASCAR game, so it's cool. It's like I know the guy that's doing the voices on the NASCAR game. Right. I hear you. It's kind of weird, though. Well, fair enough, man. I'm, I'm down with that, man. I think it'd be outstanding to do something like that. I'll get you a job. I, please. Please, Tuttle. Would you, would you really want to do it? Yes. Do it part-time before you come on the air here? Yes, because I'll be playing video games anyway. We can make that happen, right? Well, I can make it happen. General manager can. Dubs, you in? I'm always in. I'm down for video games. Mariner, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Any place, hey, any time. Hey, uh, quick story. Actually, I got two things for you. A quick story about my brother-in-law. You were talking about being a little obsessed with the Madden game. Uh, brother, brother-in-law used to think he could beat everybody. Uh, came over the first day and uh, came, went up by uh, 14 points with the, the beginning of the fourth quarter. He got so frustrated and angry that I was beating him. He pulled the game out of the wall oh. and uh, threw it in the trash. Oh, that happens. That'll happen yeah. all the time, and, man. And uh, secondly, can I still, can I uh, tell Chunky Bean, Peanut Butter how to do the weather real quick? Can yeah, I please do. Yeah, Mariner, show him how to do the weather. <laughs> All right, uh, tonight's weather brought to you by Panera Bread. Tonight's low, a brisk 56 degrees, but tomorrow, uh, nice and sunny with a high of 75. Right now, it's currently 69. And Mar- that's Mariner. And you know what, Mariner? You're great. That's but, how you do it, Chunks. Chunks, that's the way you do weather. Mm-hmm. The way the way Mariner does it. Not this half-assed way you do talking about what you do in your life. And your lack thereof. Not interested. Thanks. Hey, speaking of rage, the guy was talking about pulling a PS2 out of a wall. Did you hear about this sports wage? This kid, he was in a pony league. He's like mm-hmm. 13 or something, 15. What sport? Baseball. Oh, nice. He's standing in line, and uh, I guess he's there with like his big, his one of his friend's brothers. All right. So they're standing in line. They're getting their concessions after the game. You know how it is whenever you're in a... You yeah, know, in those little leagues, there's always a few games going on. And afterwards, usually, you get a ticket, you go up, you get a hot dog, you get a soda after the baseball game. Mm-hmm. Well, one of his buddies is ragging on him because they lost to an undefeated team. And so he's, you know, he's giving them a little crap. So what happens? He pulls out a bat and hits the kid in the head. Kill him? Kills the kid. Ooh. He kills him. Because he was ragging on him. He because should've, He should have hit the ball like that. That's all I got to say. If he and, hit the ball like that, maybe they wouldn't have lost. And he was in shock. I mean, the, 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 I think it was a 13-year-old kid. Just completely in shock that he killed his buddy's brother. And you see this all the time now. Where, you know, it happens in sports constantly where people are getting in fights. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, especially when you're a kid and uh, those leagues where you play your friends and, um, you know, all, it's very competitive. And a lot of times you just snap on them. I mean, we uh, I used to wrestle in high school and we never, you know, wrestled each other outside of practice. But there's one kid who really sucked and he uh, wrestled every year. You know, he came out every year. The worst kid on the team. And we'd always rag on him. He was kind of the uh, chunks of the wrestling team. <laughs> Finally. They have big boobs? Yeah. Oh, he was he was a chubby little kid. He didn't get laid either? No, never. Well, he was. Well, you I sure think, it wasn't chunks? I think he's a minister now. No. <laughs> so he, uh, he finally lost it and sat Indian style in the, in the middle of the wrestling mat, just crying. 
crying and crying. The coach couldn't get him off the mat. No one can get him off the mat. His parents finally had to come pick him up, actually pick him up by each arm and carry him out while you're still Indian-style crying. That's the way I want you going out of radio in two weeks when we fire you. I want you Indian-style crying right here on this beautiful desk <laughs> in the Real Radio Studios. That's how I want you going. That's how I want you going out, Chunks. Shirtless, crying, like a baby Indian-style. I want to do that to you before the end of the night. Yes, Tuttle. <laughs> Did you ever think that, you know, with all the steroids and stuff that are being used, roid rage? Maybe the kid was, you know, taking the juice, got all pissed off, and just lost it. It could be. Now, do you think this kid uh, might be going to jail? Yeah. I don't, you know or what? going to, uh, you know, juvie or anything? Let's take, let's take a break. We'll come back. I have a sports a rage story as well, and I'll get some more details on this story. All of it next, and I think our stripper friends are going to be showing up pretty soon as well. Um, it's uh, on Real Radio, uh, The Hideout with Al and J-Dubs, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Hefe and Dubs. It's a uh, outstanding Thursday evening. If you want to participate, do it. It's real easy. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on our on your singular wireless phone. It was a 13-year-old kid and a 15-year-old kid that he uh, he allegedly hit him with the aluminum baseball bat at a pony league game. Kid dies all because they were ragging him over. Uh, over losing to an under, to a team that was winless, so the team got its first win against this boys' uh, baseball league, and they're standing in line at the concession stand. He just pulls out the bat, and I guess he doesn't realize maybe how strong he is, or maybe I don't even know what could be going through this kid's mind. They say he's in shock. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you want to just you know hurt your friend or whatever. I'm sure he he really did want to hurt him at that point. I'm sure he wasn't just messing around, but. You know, he killed him. I, I, I'm sure he didn't want to kill him. And you know those, there's that douche chill moment. You know when you're a kid and you do something wrong and you're oh, like, oh and, man, oh, and, are you okay? Are you okay? Just that sinking feeling in your stomach. Right. And sometimes it goes too far. You guys used to make kids cry in your high school. Oh right? yeah, definitely. Actually, uh, we broke this kid's shoulder blade before uh, because we used to cross check people in the hallway. Right. And uh, we cross checked this one kid. He went flying into the. Uh, the big case with the um, <laughs> uh, fire extinguisher in it and uh, broke his shoulder blade. It's all a good fun. Yeah. You would cross-check kids in the school? Oh, yeah, we would definitely. We would, we would do something where um, one of us would push another friend, and he would go way too far with it and just kind of ram right into a kid and cross-check him and then... Finally, we did it to this wrong, the wrong little kid. I mean, he was in our uh, grade, but he was a little guy, and he flew right into uh, the fire extinguisher. Andy, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? What do you got? No, uh, I was playing video game with him, and uh, I was playing a video game against my brother, uh, the M2005. All right. He said he was a pro, a pro at it, and. Uh, I just literally stomped him. In the game. uh, What's that? In the game, you stomped him? Oh, badly. It was like, at the end of the game, it was like 16 to 2. Right. And uh, he got pissed. He threw his controller. uh, That hit the the sliding glass door. He got pissed at that. Pulled it, ripped out his uh, PlayStation 2. Oh, he just went off. 
I don't even know why. And you know, it's one of those things, too, and thanks, man, you're breaking up on us, but you get real competitive, and when people start running smack, that's the worst part of it. It's it's bad enough to lose, but then when people decide they're going to run a little smack on you and try to put you in your place while playing a video game, that's that's when you go over the top. Yeah, that's when you get mad and start uh, pulling wires out of the wall. Right, exactly. I had a couple of rage, sports rage stories. What happened to you, Tuttle Hideout, general well, manager? It wasn't what happened to me. It was me and one of my good buddies. We we were both in the same grade, and you go through initiation your first year on the baseball team. This kid kept getting picked on and picked on and picked on. He was getting the wedgies done. His underwear was being pulled out, and this this biggest guy on the team kept picking on him. The the big guy was asleep in the back of the bus. The kid took off his metal cleat and hit him in the face with it. Hit him in the face with it while he was sleeping in the back of the bus on on our way to the game. Kid got pummeled, but he never got messed with again. Now, there are all kinds of hazing stories, too, that happen. I mean, it's it's relentless. I remember I was going to play basketball in high school. I mean, I was a B-teamer. You know, I just loved the game of basketball so much. I was willing to play, but I said, no, F it, because I heard the initiation. They would do the freshman team. They would One of the big guys, he was Char- his name was Charlie. He was like 6'8", just this this big dude. They would grab you, they would hold your hands behind your back, and they would just wail on your chest um, until you were black and blue. Mm-hmm. Like, that was part of the hazing. That's what would end up happening. And I was like, you know what? Basketball's not worth it. One of the things that we did, it wasn't really hazing, but it was a little game that made we, us closer as a team. What we would do, we'd play uh, uh, P-Tag. And <laughs> how we would do it is, what? you know, uh, our coach actually pointed at one of us and said, hey, you're it. And uh, after that, you did not want to be caught in the shower with whoever was it. Because what he would do, he would sneak around trying to find someone who's washing their hair and had their eyes closed. And then he would do his thing onto this kid. And you never really knew it right at first because you're in the shower. You're already wet. But you look down, and uh, instead of just regular water below you, it's all yellow. And then you'd be chasing after someone. And your coach would start this? Yeah, our coach actually started it. What'd you go to homotech or something? Uh, I don't understand. Homotech. That was yes, Chugs. Let's play that tonight in Hefe's uh, living room. No, no, what, that's P-tag? not happening. Can I can I get in on a, on a game of P tag at your house? Actually, it's very fun. We're not doing it in my apartment because you know the one the one person was that if you weren't in the shower, it was always fun to watch the person that was there. He'd just be sneaking around, kind of peeking into the shower, you know, waiting, waiting to find one person that you know. And you never wanted to do it to the linemen, though. The linemen, the biggest guys, those guys would actually F you up if you tried to do it to them. I'm well, the kicker. Yeah, the kicker was always a good one, or one of the uh, the cornerbacks or safeties. Those were always the people you aimed at. What happened to you, Chunks? Uh, well, actually, the, when I played basketball, I have another basketball story as well. Uh, after I would do horribly, and they pulled like the full metal jacket thing. Where they take the soap and the socks, except they wouldn't tie me down. They just kind of surround me like in a big circle. I'm not kidding you either. And they just keep swinging. I mean, some of them hit me, some of them didn't. But they just keep swinging. I think we have tomorrow night's stunt. Uh. In fact, we're going to start a new thing. You know, at 7.30 we have to do that little island thing where we have to do 60 seconds. New bit in the hideout. 60 second stunt. Oh. For 60 seconds, we beat you with the soap and the towel. That was a little rough, man. I don't know about that. We all get free shots. Soap and a sock. Soap and a sock tomorrow, 7.30. You want to put it in your calendar now. Great way to kick off a Friday night with a hideout. Damn it. Unreal Radio 104.1. Why do you even open that mic up, Chunks? 
What is it? What's in, what, in, what in your mind says, hey, oh, you know, speaking of hazing, high school, and it's so homoerotic. You're right. You t- when you say that, uh, homo tech over there, Tuttle, you're mm-hmm. so true with that. At, at uh, South Grand Prairie High School, where I'd go to school, on the football team, you know how they have the lockers where you sit down and you know, you're, you're putting on your shoes, you're tying up your laces? The fullback, who was this crazy guy, his name was Jody. He was just insane. I don't even know what he's doing now. I don't even think he's alive right now. This son of a bitch was well known for being a uh, gifted, you know, yeah. down there. <laughs> yeah. So what he would do to the freshmen whenever they were sitting down, tying up their shoes, he would go over and Danza slap him. He would, like, give him a mushroom stamp, if you will, on the top of their forehead. And so every single freshman after the first two weeks of football camp said, F it, I don't care if it's raining, I don't care what's going on, I am now putting on my shoes outside. It's not worth it doing it at the locker. we got to take a break. I know Tuttle has a story, Dubs has a story, and a couple of other people have some stories. Um, let's take a break. We'll come back. And Kathy actually has a question about the original thing that got this going. What was wrong with a 13-year-old for beating another kid with a bat? All these things will be answered next in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I'm not getting this one. All right, what, Tommy Bateman, what's the connection here? Kung Fu fighting, fighting, whatever. Ah. All right, not too bad. I guess we had to give it a little bit more time because we're talking about Everybody fighting in sports. If only yeah. I'd given it a little bit longer. Yeah, I'm sorry. And it goes with a 13-year-old kid who beat a 15-year-old. He didn't really beat him. He just hit him once in the head with an aluminum bat, allegedly, uh, while standing in line. Good for him. Ah, no, not good Beating for him. Beating someone bigger and stronger. No, and use a bat. It's no good. Kathy, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Kath- hey, how are you guys? What's going on, Kathy? Um, welcome to Orlando. What's going on? Oh, thank you very much. We're very yeah. Very... You guys are awesome, and it's good to hear Tuttle too. Oh, okay. Yeah, love it, love it. What's going on? Keep them on. Um, I read in the newspaper that the 13-year-old, one of the fathers, said that he had been razzed by the older players because he had lost the game. Right. And I think that he just reacted to what had happened, and he just didn't realize what was what the consequences were going to be. No, yeah, I definitely, uh, I, I completely agree. And, again, we were talking about getting picked on and you end up getting into a fight and it's just, you know, it's just really, it, people don't realize how much you take to heart when people talk trash about you. You know, when, know. They, when they run when they run that smack on you, it really ends up bumming you out a lot. And this kid just, he reacted stupidly but childishly and yeah, it and ends up killing so. him. Yeah, so. He's 13. God, yeah, because yeah. he is a kid, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I have a seven-year-old grandson, and I could see, you know, the kids rising on him and him reacting and not understanding what the consequences were going to be. I, I hear you. I, I appreciate it. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, Phil, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hi. Is this Phil Hill? Yes, it is. Thank you. My name, my name is Phil.com. Yeah, I was listening to your story about the aluminum bat, and I really I had to call because it reminded me of something that happened to me when I was 13 with a similar situation. What happened? Where did the aluminum bat go? Can you keep a secret? Yeah. Yes, we can keep a secret. Okay. 
when I was 13, the kids used to make fun of me a lot. No. No, Phil. Please. Yeah, it, a lot of it had to do with my pants. What was wrong with your pants? <laughs> well, I, I don't want to talk about that part of it. But what I will say is one day I, I'd been pushed around too much. So I pulled out my aluminum bat out of my underneath my jacket. Well, it wasn't really a bat. It was like a, a roll of aluminum foil, but it sort of looks like a bat. Okay. And I, this one kid, the one that was talking the most smack, I just started hitting him with the foil. And Stop then, with the breathing into the phone. You're really annoying me. Okay, that's my wires. That's not breathing. And I hit him with this, and then I thought that that was going to be the end of it, and then something really bad happened. What? Can you keep a secret? Yes, I can keep a secret. Come on. He, he grabbed the foil off of me, and he unrolled it, and he, and he wadded up a big chunk of it, and he stuffed it on my mouth and, and forced me to bite down on it with my fillings. All right. I'm really I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened to you, Phil. Yeah, it, it must have really been scarring. Sounds yeah. awful. Maybe, maybe Phil knows how to get uh, coffee stains out of Zaxxon shirts. If you go to... This kid is a weirdo, this Phil guy. Go to yeah. MyNameIsPhil.com. He puts together like music videos... In songs, he believes in aliens. Here's one of his songs. Bad aliens. Oh, my God, they're here again. They say they don't have evil intentions, but then they take us to alien kitchens and cook us. I don't even get it. Tuttle, you had a fighting story in sports? Actually, I had a hazing story as well. Okay. Um, this is what happened to me one time. Baseball team used to do the whole wedgie thing for initiation. Baseball team was invited to field day that day, so all the girls and guys, everybody was out there. Baseball team thought it'd be funny to, you know, give give me a wedgie in front of everybody. But when they did that, they pulled my underwear completely off and my pants fell down. So I was known as Pinky D all through four <laughs> years of high school. So. You know, I was Pinky D, so everybody, you know, my whole freshman year, and even followed me into my senior year, they called me Pinky D. I right, do me a favor. I don't believe that it looks like a pinky. I well, I've show grown, show I've chunks. chunks. I've grown show chunks. I'm not gonna show ah, come chunks on. my no. junk. Why not? Prove it. Do you want to? No. Show no. it. Here, hold on. Get the hell away! I'm not looking at another man's teeth. No way! <laughs> Get away from me! No! Come on! Stop it! Just, just take... All right, fine. Dubs, you had one, too, as far as hazing goes? I was going to show him. Yeah, I know why? you. You know why? You know, Tuttle is good. That's why he's the hideout general manager. He's willing to do it all. Chunks, you won't even look at another man's penis for the game. That's because it's gay. For the what show. If, That's if, gay. What if I just show you the bag? Nothing wrong with that. All right, just the bag. No. Just look at the That's bag. That's still gay. Get away. All right. Congrats. I put it on his elbow. Oh. Look at you, Lucky. That's the most action he's gotten in years. And, and you weren't you weren't drunk, so that's even better. Hell yeah. Dubs, <laughs> nothing for you? I thought you had another one. Rob, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yeah, yeah, why don't you just show him the head of it? <laughs> just the head. What's going on? Hey, what's up, man? All right. <laughs> no, thank I'm you. I'm glad you heard that, too. No, thank you. I'm getting this. While you're over there looking at Tuttle's junk, people are complaining on the Instant Messenger Real Radio Hideout. They say they keep calling, and all they hear is someone eating uh, Rice Krispie Treats. Is that you? 
That's, come on, that's a blatant lie. I don't even have any Rice Krispie treats around me. You aren't supposed to have any food in the studio. I don't have... You don't, you don't have any because you ate them. Exactly. Your mouth was full this whole show. Stop looking did at... Graham, did Graham send you some desserts? Stop looking at Tuttle's junk and answer the phones. And look in your lips. Don't let Mike Spry, the engineer, catch you eating in the studio because he will ban. He does have the authority to fire you and get you out of this building. Oh, that'd be great. You, that'd be great if you didn't even make it the first week of the hideout. Well, he will do it. He got he got rid of two interns that that spilled some coffee on the console one time. Jesus, beasts, just beasts they are. Where are those strippers at too? Chunks, chunks. If you fail at getting the strippers. They'll be here in a couple minutes. Are you sure? Uh, that's what he said. Did you talk to him personally? No. Who did you talk to then? I had to call him. You talked to him? He yeah. ignored me. All right, you know what, Chunks? <laughs> I think we need to find some soap and a sock. Who has soap? I got liquid soap. That's I, don't, I don't know what good that's going to do. All right, I'll tell you what we do instead. We find a rock. A rock and a sock. Hey, Patrick, I got some bolts. Okay. What do you think, Dubs? Time for punishment? It may be. I I think no time better than now, especially if the strippers don't show. If the strippers don't show, then definitely. We'll give him till the end of the hour to produce some kind of uh, strippers. Lombardi slap? I thought you just did that. <laughs> if you want to do it again, that's fine. You while, sne- while he's talking on the phone. You had to sneak up on him while he's answering phones. <laughs> show him your junk. <laughs> ah, 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 God, he touched you with my ass. <laughs> God! Pa- oh, I hit my elbow. What's pa- wrong with you, man? Patrick, yeah. you're the hideout on Real Radio. <laughs> oh man. Hey, you guys are awesome. Thank you, Thank brother. You. Hey, man. I got a story about a hazing in, in my high school. This kid on the football team would always have his hand in his pants. He hit up the new kid, put his fingers in his mouth, and say, "How do my balls taste?" <laughs> you can't was- say that. That's funny as hell, but you can't <laughs> say that. He's- I don't even know if we could clean no. that up. No, you can't. No. You know, you know what my buddies used to do to me? They used to hold me down and take the underarm sweat, like, from underneath their underarms, and then they would, like, take their fingers and they would rub it across my lips. Good friends. They, 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 well, I was kind of like the run of the group, and that's yeah. the only way they would let me hang out with them. So I, I had to, you know, taste their underarm sweat. That You know, but that's part of growing up in the trailer park, right? In the double wine? Well, I, I live in a double wide, but don't accuse me of living in a trailer park. Yeah, oh, my yeah, bad. There's a lot of property. differences. Yeah, I had property. It's not like I lived in okay, there well, with, I a, didn't know. with a bunch of white trash hillbillies, you know, and a trailer park. Oh, forgive me. You're tasting each other's armpit sweat. How dare I? <laughs> my mom made me do that one time, too. It's horrible. Uh, you ever smell your mom? What? Do you never smelled your mom? What area? Not like on purpose, but like she leaves the bathroom and you think, wow. Oh yeah, like I, the worst uh, smell my mom ever had was uh, was uh, heavy flow time. Cause oh. she she wouldn't flush them. They'd be sitting there. What? They'd be sitting there right in the uh, commode. Yeah, no. They'd oh. be they'd be sitting in the trash can right next. Oh, to Oh, that's uh, dirty. My mom would leave floaters. Like like she would she would do a deuce and I would we didn't have the best water pressure and they would just float and, and they you would think they were gonna go down and then they pop right back up boop, yeah boop, I boop. I've uh, we had that for a while too wow. nothing worse I mean sometimes I would just like my mom and she comes out of the bathroom or something you know but your mom would leave the dirty uh dirty rag stuff there yeah. 
He used to use the same loofah as well, too, and I didn't like that. What are you doing sharing loofahs? Well, I didn't come from an expensive family. My mom, we all had to use the same loofah, so I'm getting what my mom and my dad wiped off of them earlier. And I was always the last one. I, I, I never got the loofah first. I was always the third in line. What's wrong, Tommy? You look like you're about to throw up. Are you really on the verge of heaving? Yes. Why? Uh, just all this graphic description is just... It's a graphic description. It's graphic enough for me. They're talking about armpit sweat. I shared my mom's a loofah. What's wrong with that? Yeah, it's all part of family no, bonding. it was more the water pressure and the... Uh, oh. Not... The floater? That and Dub's mom and... Oh, and it was a thick smell, I'll tell oh. you that much. Because I've seen pictures of Dub's and his mom. And that's a thick woman. One word. Skank. It's not so bad, Tommy. Oh, I use your loofah today, too. I did. Let's take a break. Hey, what do we tell you about saying a joke first off air, and then if it goes over off air, you say it on air? It's not a joke. I really need to use it. I, don't, I thought you said you did. Yeah, you're dying here, man. Awful. Take a break. <laughs> what? We'll come back. Soap, socks, and Corolla's belly. Chunks. Oh, yeah, chunks. Next in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout, Roll Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs. Coming down the home stretch on this Thursday night. Is the party happening right now, J-Dubs? It's rocking. We're having a lot of fun. Actually, you know, there are a lot of people out there. It's so odd when you're sitting in a radio studio. Just kind of forget that the world's going on out there. Yeah, you come completely oblivious to anything else going on except for this show. Yeah, and you're sitting here and you're having a conversation... And you're talking about different dirty smells. And then you realize, hey, wait a second. There's a thing called the Internet. Yeah. RealRadio.fm. Uh, Dub's mom could have heard me call her, call her a skank. Yeah, definitely. My mom, uh, I don't know if she's figured out that this station's online. I try to keep that away from my family. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm sure that someone has heard that. You know, I- someone, someone in my family knows that they can listen online, and I don't know if it's gotten back to her yet. I think it's your sister on the phone. Oh, Hesse, I want to stroke your bald head. That is my sister, but she's not on the phone. Oh, Hesse, I want to stroke your bald head. I guess she only knows one phrase. Yeah, she is tarted like that. Clove, you're in the hideout on real radio. Yeah, the, the worst smell ever is having your fingers smell, Grandma. It's terrible. All right. You can't do that. I understand what you're trying to do. Yeah. You can't go there. And Chunks, you're supposed to screen that out. And what's going on with our stripper friends? They're pulling in right now. Really? Yep. In that case, you wanted a, you wanted a lap dance, didn't you? That wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't be objected to it. You wouldn't object to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you wouldn't be objected to it, that means that you wouldn't want to participate. No, 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 the opposite of that. I'd love to participate in that. Dubs, you want him to earn it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think if he gets a lap dance, he should definitely have to earn it. What should he do? And it's not going to be a 20 spot. No, no way. And I want to see these beautiful girls when they get here. All right. Because you're hideous. Well, can I go down and get them? Go get them. All right. Hurry up. Go get those girls. I'm so excited about being in a town with hot chicks. Yeah, definitely. 
It's just great. I'm in love with Central Florida. I'll say it now. I'm in love with you. Stop. What? Huh? Beat it with that. Did you see this real fast? I saw this in the news, and I'm thinking to myself, what's wrong here? Something doesn't fit. Of course we're in the age of terrorism, and everyone is afraid. I think we're a little spooked out more than we probably have to be. Don't be racist. That wasn't racist. That was not a racist comment. And I think there's a lot of overreactions. Yeah, definitely. But again, we were attacked, and we are in a weird little place right now as a as a as a country, uh, going through our adolescence and uh, trying to figure out our place in the rest of the world. And you know, it, it's one of those things that happens. But sometimes something strikes me when it comes to homeland security and being safe, and it's just weird, Dubs. And this strikes me: um, a simulated attack by terrorists scheduled for May seventh at PNC Park. Home for the Pittsburgh Pirates. So they're going to be doing kind of a drill to uh, over at the uh, the Pirate Stadium. Right. And to me, there are certain places where I would feel safe from terrorism. Yeah, there's certain places that aren't very high on the uh, terrorist. Well, I mean, I don't know target where, area. I don't know where they rank. Yeah, but, but I'm in talk- your own mind. But I'm talking from a personal safety standpoint. I would feel safe at a Pirates game. Yeah, definitely. I would I would not think that I am uh, in a target area if I were there. I would feel pretty safe. I, I think, you know, I'm watching the game right now, and I'm not looking over my shoulder. Now, kudos for going through and, have a plan, and having a plan yeah, in case something were to happen. Yeah, I'm a big fan of having plans, but I think other places should uh, try to go through this drill first. Because I'll tell you this, too, Dubs. Whenever I'm in a place, I do always like to have an escape route. I don't care where it is. Here in the real radio compound, uh, the Clear Channel compound, I've already mapped my escape route if something were to happen here. I know where the stairwells are. I know where the elevator is. I know where the roof is. I like to plan my way of exiting. So, again, give it to the Pirates organization and PNC Park for having this plan. However, I've got to say, it just seems a little silly because uh, Pirate fans... There are very few. So the people of Pittsburgh don't even go to PNC Park. It's as if a Star Trek convention yeah. was going to have a, a plan. I would feel safe at a Star Trek convention. You know, I would feel more safe at a Pittsburgh game, though. I think a Star Trek convention shows really what is wrong with this country, you know, where these people are able to go out and uh, worship something like a uh, show like Star Trek. I think I'd be a little more afraid of someone being offended by that more than a Pittsburgh Pirates game. I'd feel safe at any showing at any theater of a Queen Latifah movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. A Queen Latifah movie, those things haven't been good in years. Taxi, I'm okay. Oh, yeah, taxi. If I'm if I'm standing at the front of uh, Blockbuster renting taxi, I don't think I have a problem. At taping a Jimmy Kimmel show, I'm all right. Yeah. I feel I'm, I'm safe from terrorism. I love Jimmy Kimmel. Don't get me wrong, but he has trouble packing those seats. Why do you think that is? What is it about Kimmel people don't get? Kimmel, you know, he's just pretty young. You know, he's uh, his humor is a little off cup. It's not your traditional night show. You know, it's not your traditional night talk. He's a funny guy. He's very funny. I think he needs to throw a, a tie on, you know, and be a little bit more professional. Okay, I don't think a tie is keeping the studio audience from going to see Kimmel. Seriously, I think it's part of it where it, it just doesn't look the part. You know, it doesn't look like the show that everybody has known for the past 50 years, and people start to think, 
oh, am I really going to like this? It doesn't seem, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't smell the same. If it's funny, people are going to go. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I think people will go to a good show. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But, again, that's one of those places you feel safe from terrorism because nobody goes to a taping of the uh, Jimmy Kimmel show. (laughs) Maybe because he isn't black and he doesn't do the woof, woof, woof thing. Maybe that's a problem. He looks a little touched. He does. He does have a very... He uh, he does look a little touched. Like somewhere down the line, he had a quarter retard in him somewhere. Yeah, it's like, you know, he has the mouth half open all the time. Always a little bit of a giggle inappropriately. Are we talking about Jimmy Kimmel or J-Dubs? Both. Well... Yeah, I, but Jimmy Kimmel, yeah, he just he's got that larger forehead, the sloped like Cro-Magnon forehead. Now that you say this, I'm beginning to see it a little bit. I definitely am. Like he's got retard strength. Oh, and that's one of the worst types of strength. Well, it's the best kind of strength if you're a retard. <laughs> Dubs, you're a big fan of the retard strength. Oh, yeah, definitely. I had a retard that lived right next to me when I was growing up, and in Michigan, we had a lot of snow. Anytime we'd get stuck in our driveway, we'd call Tim over, and <laughs> Tim would just... Why give out the poor kid's name? I, Tim's a pretty common name. I'm pretty sure that no one's going to look up Tim and think, oh, yeah, that's the retard that pushed J-Dub's car out of three feet of snow. He pushed three feet of three not, feet of snow. Not only pushed... He would lift up the tires that, because uh, I was front wheel drive, so he would lift up the tires that weren't moving, that weren't you know spinning, and it would put all the pressure on the tires that would what? spin, and I would get right out. How big was he? Um, he was just a little bit bigger than me, but I mean, he just <laughs> a beast, man. He could lift a car. He could lift a car, no problem. Shut up. The back end of it. There's no way a retarded he, kid was that strong. He could. Oh. I'm sure he couldn't pick up the uh, the part with the engine and everything, but the back end, he had no problem. <laughs> Where does this come from, Tuttle? Do you know the origin of retard strength? I actually have another story as well, too. I was on the wrestling team in high school, and we used to wrestle Florida deaf and blind for the mentally challenged kids. Such a liar. I swear to God, there was a school in St. Augustine for the Florida deaf and blind and handicap. <laughs> I, I had to wrestle a handicapped kid that was deaf, and he couldn't hear the whistle, and I didn't know that. So, like, the ref would blow the whistle to stop the match, and he would still continue to whip my ass. He would not stop. The ref would physically have to pull this retard off of me, and he would go, and he would try to stop it. Now, Tuttle, have you ever had to uh, wrestle a blind kid? Oh, yes. The blind kids are the worst because at all times you have to keep touching the kid. Yeah, you have to keep... If you're wrestling the kid, it's totally you're wrestling someone completely differently than you ever had before, and you always mm-hmm. get your ass kicked by a uh, blind kid. They so you encourage would, pedophilia? So you couldn't step back and like slap him or anything, and like no. keep, keep bobbing and weaving the old. Uh, you couldn't run behind him. No, you couldn't like run behind him and and be very quiet and stuff. You you had to stay in constant contact with him, and it sucked. And playing football. The Florida Deaf and Blind team had a football team as wow. well too. That's amazing. Now I never had to play football against anybody of that. Caliber. How, if you're blind, how are you playing football? I don't know. Are you in the trenches? You probably you... are in the trenches because you're not going to be a wide receiver running out to try to catch a pass blindly. I wouldn't think so. Matthew, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, uh, I got you guys kind of changed topics on me, but I got a little wider perspective on your uh, terrorist training. Yeah, go ahead, man. Idea. Um, it's less about the location that they're training in and more about the fact that they're training and they're getting you. You could evacuate 40 outhouses, and those outhouses aren't necessarily going to be attacked by terrorists, 
But the field units, you know, the firefighters and the paramedics and the emergency crews, get used to working with, uh, you know, massive amount of, of emergency workers ah, there and massive I, amount of handling. I see so, what you're saying. Yeah, broaden your perspective a little bit and look at it. Well, you don't want to do it in a big business building because that might be where they're going to hit. But you'd have to shut down the business for the day and well, nobody get any work done. Well, my whole point, though, and I, I, understand, I completely now understand what you're saying, Matthew. My point is, though, I mean, there are certain places where I feel I would feel safe from terrorism. Like a Color Me Bad concert. I go there, I'm thinking, I'm going to be okay, more than likely, because I'm going to be one of two people. It's going to be fine going to watch Color Me Bad. Yeah, definitely. Or any 80s or uh, early 90s act, really. Like at the county fair. Yeah, the county fair bands, you're fine there. Oddly enough, Color Me Bad still tours. Do they So weird, yeah. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Very quick break. Are the strippers here? Strippers are here. I want to punish that son of a bitch, Chunks. Because uh, he held me up for 45 minutes. Held the show up, J-Dubs. Yeah, I mean, he, he can't produce. No, not at all. Are you kidding? Just milk. <laughs> Through lactation. It's the Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. You ain't here to party. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 half and Dubs. About to wrap things up on a Thursday night. Just having an outstanding time with you. Thanks for uh, hanging tight with us. You can always uh, IM us at Real Radio Hideout uh, with the AOL Instant Messenger. Email Elhefe at WTKS.com, JDubs at WTKS.com. And there's uh, Real Radio.fm. Hello to all, all of our buddies listening. Uh, worldwide, we get it. We get a lot of them. I actually got yeah. an email from a guy who listens in Britain. He, nice. uh, he listened to the old show uh, in DC, and he's followed us down here to Real Radio. I know we've had a few people in Japan too. Really? We, yeah, we had uh, uh, actually a black man that lived in Japan on and off, and he would always go over there and listen to us over there as well. That's so great. It's always cool having people I lo- worldwide. I'd love to live in Japan. Really? I'm, I'm not kidding. I think Japan, if I were to pick another country other than the United States, Japan would be a place that I would go to and live. Because it seems, it's very modern. I need a yeah. modern society. I need a place that's going to have uh, electronics, you know, TV. I, and that, that place is so ahead of the time. They usually get stuff almost exactly one year before us. Real quick, going back, uh, Dubs, to uh, last break, and Tuttle was telling us about, the hideout general manager Tuttle, was telling us about the deaf and blind school that he would wrestle and play football against. Mm-hmm. Chad, you're in the hideout of Rural Radio. Yeah, how's it going? What's up, man? I love the show. It's awesome. Thank you, bro. Um, yeah, I used to be a student at the deaf and blind school. All right, which one are you then? I guess you're blind. Visually impaired. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. Oh, that's all right. That's okay. But um, the, <laughs> the blind students would never play football, but they do. They did do like a... Like track and stuff, like run track. Oh, okay. Did they did they have any like special markers for you guys so you'd know that you didn't run off the track or anything? No, actually, for the blind for the for the blind students, they'd have like guide runners. Oh, I thought your dogs ran beside you. 
No. Oh, Tuttle, come on. Be nice. Have the dogs jump the hurdles? No. no come on. Although, yeah, that would be kind of funny. That would be funny if, like, a dog, the dog would bark every time it was time for you to jump. Um, I, when I was... When I was, um, see, I have enough vision that I could drive and stuff, but when... What? Um, <laughs> you could yeah. drive, but you couldn't play football? <laughs> yeah, I never played football. Hmm. So. I'm a little but there worried. Is a sport, there is a sport for the blind, for like, for the blind students. It's called goalball. What is this? It's, um, what it is, it's like, there's three students, there's three people on the court. It's like a national sport now for the blind. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad you guys got your own thing. And plus, I mean, a station like Rural Radio's got to be like your television, right? Oh, I lo- oh yeah, I love listening to you guys. That's great. Real Radio's is perfect for. I tell you what, Chad. Well, you're in luck, dude, because we got strippers here now. So basically, you're about to uh, you're about to listen to porn. Oh, cool. Congratulations. I like the feel. All right. Well, start, Ew, start, start talking like that. Start rubbing the knobs on your radio. <laughs> Put it in your ear. It's don't. Real- Why not? I don't want to think of him doing that. Chunks, bring in our guests. I'm very excited, J-Dubs. It's only our first week here, and we're already trying to make friends from all over Central Florida. And here right now for us, holy Christ, this is amazing. Oh, nice. All right, let me have you ladies sit over here so that Dubs can get a look yeah, at you. Yeah, please. Oh, these are good ones. Oh, good job, Chunks. Look at you, Chunks. I'm not getting anything. Stop already. I need to get some more headphones. Yeah, I would uh, like more headphones. Cut the phone. I'm gl- I think I'm... I need to come in and hold the mics, don't I? No, you need to stay in there. Why? You stay in there. Mel, my- look at you, Chunks. You excited? All right, let's talk to everybody. <laughs> he can't even talk. What a retard. All right, so now who are our friends here? Uh, these are the girls from uh, Dancers Royale. We got Mr. K, Joey Bag of Donuts. I love that people can come up with their own names in here. Uh, and then Asia and Taria. So, Taria, you're the taller one, right? Taria. Uh, yes. Taria. All right. Where is that clown? Trunk screwed that up. <laughs> Taria. 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 I don't want to screw it up, baby. I don't want you to be mad at me. And we have Asia over there. Uh-huh. And then who's Bag of Donuts and who is our Bag of Donuts is over there? You couldn't tell. Joey Bag of Donuts. <laughs> I know, I really couldn't. And then uh, Mr. K is here, again, from Dancers Royale. And you guys wanted to be the first to welcome us to uh, Central Florida, and we genuinely appreciate that. We welcome you. So, ladies, okay, l- let me see if I can describe um, uh, Taraya. How tall are you, sweetie? Jesus. 5'11". Oh, you uh, you should be a model or something. You're that hot. You're five eleven. You could be working for the Ford agency or something like that. What are you doing? Although I uh, thank you for dancing over at Dancers Royale. I'm mean, not gonna lie to you, but wow. So you're five eleven. Uh, how old are you? Twenty seven. How'd you get into it? What made you get into the stripping thing? What made you decide you wanted to uh, expose yourself to grown men and animals? As I like it. <laughs> Do you really you like just you like being nude? I love it. You're constantly nude, huh? Are you, like, nude at home whenever you're hanging out at home? Always. Why do you have clothes on now, then? What's the point of that? That's no fun. They told me to wear clothes here. Who told you? <laughs> Who's the idiot? Is that you, Chunks? What's wrong with you? What are you telling the girls that I wear clothes for? <laughs> I didn't Cover up say the webcams it. and let's get rocking here. Do we even... I don't the webcams even... aren't even working. Oh, okay. That's... Well, good enough. <laughs> Perfect, then. <laughs> Um, now, Asia, what's your story? What's your story, honey? How are you doing in this? I'm good. I did it on a dare. So, and you loved it from that on. 
Yeah, I did it when I was 18. I've been doing it four and a half years now almost. And the money you must make in this town <laughs> has just got to be insanity. It's nice. I bet. Well, you living fat? You got like a, a Hummer or something? And you got a big, nice apartment and stuff like that or what? Something like that, yeah. When am I coming over? I want to see the place. Same. I love. Now, the thing about these chicks, Dubs, is they um, you kind of got like the alternative look to you, which is... Yeah, you guys look like rock girls. Yeah, rockers. Like, you're like into bands. Like, what are your favorite bands right now? Right now? Yeah. Tool. Yes, Tool. Yeah, That's my girl. Fan. Always love Alice in Chains. Mm-hmm. Marilyn Manson. Big fan of Marilyn Manson. All right, these are women after my own heart. Soundgarden. <laughs> oh, love Soundgarden. Yeah. So, Chunks, uh, cover up the uh, the webcam there with your big uh, with your big boob <laughs> shirts. Because here's what we wanted. Well, now tell we're, me about. We're not getting good sound. I really should come in there and mic no, it. No, you stay uh, in Bateman's basement before we do any of this. Now you guys wanted to welcome us to Orlando, Mr. K. Are you running things over at Dancers Royale, or who's running things over? Well, we're kind of like the uh, marketing maniacs over there. Okay. So we like to have some good time introducing you to the Central Florida area, and we want you guys to come out and have a good time some night at the club. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely be there. I'm on free Saturday. So are you two ladies working on Saturday? Saturdays are hot. Saturdays are real hot. They really are. Saturdays are on fire there. Okay, ooh, look out. Now, where are you located? Where is Dancers Royale? Where is it? Because my my animal producer didn't tell me. It's uh, right off of uh, Highway 50. Just take uh, the uh, 408 uh, on Cimarron. Just go about a mile to the uh, left as you come off coming from downtown. Okay. And then take a left right on 50 and it's uh, about a half a block up on the right. You can't miss it. Right across from the uh, boat dealership. Alright, now Chunks, you wanted to get a dance, didn't you? You really wanted to dance. I mean, yeah, you know, if they're offering. <laughs> no one's offering, alright? Hey, or one of you ladies, because here's the thing about Chunks. Well, you have 20 bucks? <laughs> Right. You see what I'm wearing? Everybody else gets one for free. You have to pay. Yeah. Now, here's the thing with Chunks. Chunks has not had sex with a sober woman in three and a half years. It sounds so bad. And he has not been with a woman, period, in two and a half, two and a half years. <laughs> I'm now, questioning that, too. Now, he kept saying that he was saving all his sex. He was going to save all his sex for Orlando. And so far, you've completely struck out. Haven't you? Uh, I'm not on one of my better streaks. <laughs> what do you mean? It's been three and a half years. Yeah. You're the exact opposite of Joe DiMaggio yeah. when it comes to streaks. You yeah. have the worst streaks ever. I'm working with what God gave me. Only streaks you have are in your underpants. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. I would like for him to earn a dance from one of you lovely ladies, from Dancers Royale on Highway 50. Either one of you two. I don't blame you if you don't want to, but I'm asking you as a favorite of the hideout as our new friends to try to dance with this animal. Here's what I'd like. And you can pick a song. You want to pick a Manson song. I had picked out an A Perfect Circle song, but if you want something of your, of your own choice, that would be beautiful. Here's what I would like to do. You have to earn this dance first, Chunks. You hear nope. me? There's nothing in this world is for free. Nothing at all. So here's what you're going to have to do before the girls will dance for you. <laughs> We've brought in tacos. All right. You got to eat tacos. No problem. You get to eat, That's man. It? That's unusually kind of you. So here's taco shells. All right. Hold on to that. Wow, man. We brought in tuna. So you got to eat tuna tacos. That's a little weird, but whatever. <laughs> trying to get a theme going. For you, right. it is. So here's your tuna. Great. Now, the last thing we brought in 
Some of my back hair. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Oh, God. So you're going to be, uh, That's hey, you're, you're getting, That's uh, hot. you're getting dinner. You're going to eat a hairy tuna taco. Come on. If you can eat two hairy tuna tacos in 90 seconds, you get a lap dance from Asia and Turaya from Dancers Royale on Highway 50. You're sick, man. You can't just let me get this one no. after yesterday. No. The day before, chunks, 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 chunks. All right, somebody's digging the pigtails and the pigtails. You were, I'm not kidding, Tariah, I'm, I'm in love with you. I just moved to town, and I want you to be my first light. So here's what we're going to do. Here's the back hair. Don't let the back hair throw you off. It's not really back hair. I'm yeah. really clean-shaven like a baby. Um, <laughs> Better be. You are now. Curly. It's like one of my cat's hairballs. You know, it, well, no, I'm not going to lie to you. Did you see what he coughs up at home? It's really dirty. We'll take a break. I'm going to chat with the ladies off the air. Chunks, you're going to prepare your... Tacos. Hairy tuna tacos. I don't know if I can do this. Well, then I guess you don't want to dance, right, do right, you? I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. Some fun in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Alright, they're killing me over here. Already with the dancing. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs. Alright, so here's the, here's the setup. We got some, uh, some buddies here. The first buddies that we've actually had in studio in the hideout. So congratulations to our friends from Dancers Royale on Highway 50. Uh, Mr. K, Joey Bag of Donuts, Asia, Taraya, um, who is here. And they wanted to kick a shout-out to Jimmy the Bartender. It's just natural. It's just natural. Jimmy. It's only natural. It's only natural. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm wondering. I don't know how natural things are with Taraya and Asia, but I don't. You're all natural? All natural. All, real. Yeah. all natural. I'm a lucky girl. Oh, God. No, we're lucky. We're blessed. <laughs> you, we're the lucky ones. Hold on a second. Al, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, guys. How you doing? All right, brother. What's up? <clears throat> just want to welcome you guys to the 104.1 Palace. Thank, Thank you. you very much. And uh, hey, I just want to tell Chunks, Chunks, hey, you got to check Chunk. the camel toe, man. He's, these uh, these girls sound like dudes. No, oh. they're not dudes. <laughs> dudes. No, nice. I'm telling you, dude, if I could only tell I you. Wish how... our, I wish our webcams worked just so people could see. Uh, well, I don't even know if we could have it on the webcam I'm, anyway. I'm sure that they could see him clothed, you know, in fact, clothed in here. they're working tonight, and I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. Because here's the thing. I'll tell you this now, and I'm not lying to you. When we were in Washington, D.C., for two and a half years, we were in Washington, D.C., and not a once did I ever meet a stripper as hot as you guys. Oh, thank you. I'm not lying to you. I'm, I, it's not a throwing a little stroke your way or anything. I'm being dead on serious. What about Brooke? Brooke was hot. Not. I got a thing for both these ladies because they're alternative rock chicks. One of them loves Tool. I like the tats. Oh, the tats are beautiful. Oh, yeah, definitely. Tats equal targets. Even the one, <laughs> even the one on the shoulder. That's Thank what, you. Where else do you have a tat? You got a place anywhere else, Angel? Um, my spine is done, my hips, my foot, behind my Whoa. ears. That's a good one. What, what's behind your ears? Me. There's a star behind each ear. Nice. Mm. So beautiful. So here's the thing. Chunks wanted to, to, he wanted to be the big man in Central Florida. He wanted to come into Orlando and have things go really well for him. So he wanted to uh, get a lap dance from one of these beautiful ladies from Dancers Royale. 
He wants to be the big boobed man of Florida. Come on. Why? <laughs> There's ladies present. So here's what's going to happen. In order for him to earn a lap dance from the beautiful Taraya or Asia, he needs to eat these tuna tacos. And after you're done with those, I don't know why you're breathing on them. Yeah. Yeah, you can't breathe near the girls. In fact, I'll tell you what we're going to do. So they're not disgusted. We're going to put a... Uh, we're going to put a, uh, a shirt over your face. <laughs> Come on. What's the point? All right. Well, no, you're well, right. You're right. There's no point, but it's just fun for us because you can't even look at the girl. Yeah. Why would you do that? So here's the thing. For the tuna taco, sick. I've also got a little bit of my back hair. I have noticed. And you have to eat <sighs> the hairy tuna taco. You, you have to eat both of them in 90 seconds. <laughs> if you don't wolf them both down in 90 seconds, hideout general manager, you probably couldn't get a lap dance, could you, Tuttle? Because you've got a chick, right? Uh, yes, that's correct. I guess I'll have to. Yeah. So, Chunks, I'm pulling for you, man, because you've lost all week. If, if only the hair on your head grew this thick, you'd have no problems. All right, you know what? 60 seconds. Oh, you You're know digging ha- yourself a hole, man. You now have to eat the tuna tacos in 60. How stupid and retarded. You got the hair, you're putting them on the tacos? Yeah. Put them on. Oh, it's, <laughs> oh, it just feels wrong. And use like it all. Like silk. <laughs> well, thank you, I guess. There's a nice thread count on my back hair. Oh, Christ. <laughs> it's a hundred count. Uh, That's great. It's 600. <laughs> If my back here were sheets, it'd cost 2500 All right, they're locked and loaded. Oh, God. Oh, so are you. They're staring out at me. This you... is definitely not the Mexican topping I want on my top. Your taco. man boobs are staring out at you? All right, here you go. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you, I'm going to compromise. You get 75 seconds to eat these tacos. All right. Now, this is so disgusting. The girl, now it's tuna. <laughs> so dirty. It's uncooked taco shell, dry tuna, and back hair. You ready to mot? You got 75 <laughs> seconds to eat two. Stop yeah. hitting yourself. All right, 75 seconds to eat both of them to get the dance from the Dancers Royale girls. We're here. It's on Highway 50. You are one sick mother. Teresa. It's been a long time. In Asia. All right. You get the, you get the, I got some music, in fact, that we're going to go. You got the music, Dubs, or I got music for the 75 seconds? I got music. We'll go with my music. Oh, you want to go with yours? Mm-hmm. All, right. All right, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Eat the hairy tuna taco starting. I'll give you an eight seconds. So we have you 75 seconds. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Oh, God. You better hurry. You've already lost 10 seconds. Oh, my God. He, he went through the first one in 15 seconds. Oh, that's thing. And you got to eat what fell on the floor. Quit banging on the Stop, table. No, Stop banging bang on the, the table. table. You better hurry up and chew. Hurry up, man. You're losing out. You're halfway through, man. <laughs> He's going to lose on purpose. That's so bad. Hurry up. You're almost out of time. You're at 40 seconds now. You're more than halfway over. As the girls from Dancers Royale are here. Asia and Taraya. <laughs> How's it going? Is it all in your mouth? He spit all some in the mouth. garbage can. <laughs> You've only got 20 seconds. You gotta swallow it. <laughs> swallow. <laughs> like a good girl. Come on. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. Get the last bit in your mouth. You nasty. 
S-O-B. All right. And time. Oh. It's all in his mouth. I say he wins! Yeah! Oh, God. Chew it all up. Swallow it. Come on. Take it down. You got it all. He got two tacos, a thing of dry tuna, and sh back hair oh, shavings. There it goes. You cannot throw up. If you throw up at any time, it's over. I hate you, man. It was all in my tongue, and I could feel it going down. Ugh, uh, so dirty. What's wrong with you? You realize these girls have no interest in you now, right? What girl dies? In fact, oh. I saw this story. Uh, daredevil behavior holds no sway with the ladies. Chicks don't like animals like you. They like nice, calm, and reserved guys. Like me. You realize you're a beast. Come on. That was hot right there. What other man would take down that taco like that? Two of them. True. Was That's it hot? Right. He knows how to munch on a taco. That's right. I got balls. That's what good. it is. Let's take a break. We'll come back. You get your dance from the lovely okay. girls at Dancers Royale. Yes! It's a, we'll take a break. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout. Ah, I get it. Eat it. For Chunks, Real Radio 104.1 LFA and J-Dubs. As Chunks just got done eating, two tuna tacos laced with my back hair in 75 seconds in order to earn a dance with Asia and Taraya from Dancers Royale on Highway 50, uh, courtesy of uh, Mr. K and Joey Bag of Donuts. And they've, uh, dubs, they've hooked us up. They're going to hook us up VIP when we head out there. Oh, nice. And they, uh, they have a special we're going to tell you about here at the end of the show. Uh, first, a couple of calls real quick. Jeff, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Dude, that was the most disgusting thing <laughs> I have ever heard in my entire life. Thank you. Thank I'm you, I'm driving down the 417 trying not to hurl while he's doing that, man. Doesn't he know the cover's only like five bucks in that place? Uh, <laughs> oh, but you know what? Let me say what this means, Jeff. That is a testament as to how hot Asia and Taraya are that this uh, moron would eat two tuna tacos laced with my back hair. Well, that is how hot they are. Let me tell you something. Uh, right when he started eating them, I ran over to the door, and then I remembered, uh-oh, i got to get back to the mic. I'm actually working right now. I, I was so disgusted by the fact that he was eating tuna and hair tacos. By the way, you and I were connected now, forever. Yeah. <laughs> There's some of me in your belly. <laughs> my DNA, actually. Hmm. Feel it in my throat too. Dirty. You're just dirty. No, wait, just, hold on. Hold just on. Dirty. Don't isolate that. Tuttle got right up. Tuttle, that's, a, that's a good man. Tuttle, Tuttle. Tuttle's got an ear for it. Come on. All right, here we go. It is now time. For, hey, whatever the case, uh, drop or no drop, uh, I need the lovely Asia to stand up for us. And she's hot. So right now, now she's got kind of like God a corset thing on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. Behave over there. And, like, very small bikini. You are hot. Jesus Christ, you're You hot. know what's making Nothing. me mad, though? Huh? We got that smell of Corollas, whatever he was eating. And now it's just kind of ruining the whole experience for me. I'm used to, you know, seeing a stripper, uh, you know. Not for uh, me. Yeah. Smelling the nice, uh, the perfume they're wearing. And I can't smell anything hey, I but tell the, you what, the I'll tell tuna you, and hair. It doesn't matter to me. These girls are that hot, I don't care what they stink like. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Me neither. <laughs> All right, so sit down in the chair, you filthy animal. All right, now she turned around. All right, she turned around. I feel it in my throat, too. Hey! <laughs> One more time. I'm sorry I didn't hear that. 
should feel it in my throat, too. You're disgusting. You really are disgusting. I believe she's a big Manson fan. So because of that, we'll give her some Marilyn Manson to uh, to dance to. You know, when we uh, set up this whole uh, seating arrangement for us in uh, the Real Radio Studios, I totally forgot to think about that. Uh, whenever we have strippers or whatever in here, they're going to be in with you. I don't get anybody in here with me. I just have to sit here like an animal behind this uh, glass cage. Uh, you know what? You want Taraya um, to join you? Please. Taraya, will you go join J-Dubs yes. in the uh, J-Dubs studio? You know what? You're, I feel you I, suck. I I I I'm in love with Taraya as well as Asia. But now you got her going in there with you. Oh, it's like I'm in an aquarium over here. You are I'm like a goddamn fish. You're it was all in my tongue, and I can feel it going down. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's. You know what we ought to do? Because we're toward the end of the show anyway. Let's go ahead and have her dance to our out music, the uh, the Marilyn Manson, the new hit. Now before we cue up the uh, the new hit. I want to say thank you once again to Dancers Royale for bringing us these beautiful ladies. You guys have a deal going on for like the first 50 people there or something right now? Microphone over here. For the rest of the night, for uh, anybody that wants to come in to Dancers Royale, first 50 people will get you in for free and buy you a drink. Wow, that's beautiful. Well, thank you very much. And we want to get you VIP for YouTube. We have your cards and everything, and we got you some T-shirts and hats. Oh, look at this. This is great. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap up the show then. With Asia, the dancers uh, Royale giving uh, chunks. Oh, she's pierced. Wow. Holy Christ! <laughs> nice. Oh wow! All right, let's uh, let's give it a dance as we uh, say goodbye to you guys on this wonderful night. Chunks, how you feeling, Chunks? Oh wow, she's hot. She's very hot. And she plays it well because there's no way she's that into uh, chunks. Yeah, she can. That's the good thing about her. She can pretend like she's into this guy. Chunks behave over there. J Dubs, it's been one hell of a night this evening. Oh yeah, it's been fun. The thing is, we get to do it all again tomorrow. And we're ending off strong. All right. Speaking of ending off, <laughs> he's about to. Oh man. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Asia is giving a let's let's say the Beyonce bounce of uh, strip moves. The funny thing about Chunks, he's such a bottom, and he, he every time he gets his hair pulled or anything like halfway painful happens to him, he loves it. Yeah. Now, how is it with you sitting in there with Taraya and your in your portion? Oh, I'm loving it. it. The smell has gotten 100% better in here. Of course it has. They're so effing hot, the two of them. Look at that ass. God. Why are you looking? <laughs> oh, all right. You're okay. Chunks. What? How are you doing over there? <laughs> Chunks, tell us a story about your childhood. How about, you know what we ought to do? What we haven't done, and I'd like uh, Joey, a uh, bag of donuts, and Mr. K to help us as Chunks dances right now. Are you okay? Are you yeah, near? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing all right, man. I'm not, uh, doing all right. Doing all right. Come on now. Uh, try, to, try to keep it together. You can't. There's no way. Try to keep it. These are the hottest girls. I'm not oh, lying man. to you. Oh, my God. Chunks! All right, again, Dancers Royale on Highway 50, uh, Mr. K, Joey Bag of Donuts. These girls, I'm not lying to you, dude. I can't even concentrate how hot they are. Uh, Asia, Taraya, just beautiful stuff. Chunks. You gotta stay here tonight. You can't stay at my apartment because I know you're gonna end up doing some very bad, 
Dirty. Dirty. Hey, hey, get the hell out of here. She's pinching his boobs. She's pinching his boobs. Wow, all right, let's find out. Okay. What's that chlorine smell? What's the chlorine smell? Oh. Chunks, what is that about? I think huh? he, well, I, I bet he can go a second round. Probably. He might be done, but. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Thank you guys very much. We'll see you tomorrow at 7. Uh, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. It was all in my tongue, and I could feel it going down. It was all in my tongue, and I could feel it going down. Yeah, I'm funny. Yeah, I'm funny. Go with Jen and the hologram. That's so hot. Feel it in my throat too. Feel it in my throat too. Feel it in my throat too. My fingers smell pretty. My fingers smell pretty. My fingers smell pretty. My fingers smell pretty. Fingers smell pretty. Okay. Vote Karen for Pope 2005. I want the poll. No, I want the poll. Don't make me grab the chunkla. Fine, I'm done. Whatever, I'm chunks. Big fat guy. You guys all having fun over here? Just laughing at me with my boobs jiggling? It was all in my tongue and I could feel it going down. My fingers smell pretty. My fingers smell pretty. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'm not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.